1: Potato Sports show with me, Sunday Club. It's me hard
0: working on Sports Radio on a Sunday morning, like Taffy said. The Sunday morning tradition continues. What
1: a day, what a day. It's a long day for me on Friday. Giving money for kids and children. That's right. The one thing that Patrick uh, uh, has been able to do as I stir my coffee. There we go. Yeah, there we go. Hey, one thing we've been able to do on Patrick Potsch Potato Sport Show is get you through. Now, it just all depends. What kind of twist you are doing? what you're doing? College football that things are college for that things. There's no question about it. Some of the most possible are on the face of this earth. Without question.
0: Then you get another thing.
1: The UNF well, that thing. Well one way we're actually saying without there being the
0: parallel.
1: Right. I mean, it really does. And, uh, it makes them kind of wonder what kind of thing they really are at the game.
0: Now, it, it's something that they're
1: doing an often. And if you now not come a slide, you can wear a slide.
0: Um, but what I
1: find is that if,
0: if everybody on their channel is the best, especially Calvary fans. I'm sorry, Calvary This is some of the more actual people I've ever met. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway. But then there's a real thing of
1: at the eight. And, and I think about most bad. Now, I'm not a fan, I'm not necessarily related. not a fan of college, but I just, I, I just know some of the other things. And we've talked about this. So, you know, that. I'm not quite a person to keep up with. To what to catch up with. And different. but I get it. That's why I have experts on my show. Yes, I say experts because there's a difference between an expert and then a half-payer,
0: suck ass, who can okay. say no everything. There's two different things.
1: And my guys are experts <laughs> because they're not way to say, it kind of sucks or you know, what's wrong with the team without having to worry about sponsors or or um, or um
0: I know answers and things like that. But I we don't have them in the show right? like well, one you know college football companies. I'm
1: not a good one of college football. Now, and I'm not necessarily you know and I I have my allegiance now. You know, a You know, I spent I I uh, you know, a year in a semester at a college. Okay. It wasn't functioning. I couldn't do it. So I got my allegiance from, I mean, not I have to call him an I've
0: got my people graduate. So uh, I can't even call him an I So I have my allegiance from my but I
1: don't, there's only one, or two, people that I actually employed I showed the college. But that's nice, the next week. And I, I'm a, a TCU And that's because of the Those folks that are around here, or in this area, know what I'm talking about. Those teams. I like those teams. So my awesome. And
0: I'm
1: a uh, uh, stupid reason when I began to watch the one-fogs because of their name. So, and, and then they got that or something and it became a good podcast. So, then you're saying, oh, how did you find out about your team? Was it a school that you went to? Was a place that you grew up? Because I'm a Mexican. So, uh, uh, I am a Mexican. Not, not Michigan, but uh, I'm like third. I like Michigan better because I was closer to Ann Arbor than when I was to so, Lansing. And I like to kind of live in the middle.
0: When both and Lansing and which are football games
1: in Ann Arbor. So that, that's a college football team that I can follow. The, the, and, and, and because of what the big team used to be, but it's not anymore. America, it's a bad big
0: 13 I can't even keep track of not
1: Because it comes from an Ohio state that we're talking about whether it to
0: who's good, his bad, and who's in the public. So, I have, then don't have kids
1: across the country that I kind of like. And it could be because of the coach, it could be because of the player, because of that cool logo. <laughs> but also, I'm sending these
0: from other teams
1: across this country. And then we're not starting
0: emergencies, so I've
1: been calling them like right,
0: sanitizing that's great, right, that's good. But to start the shooting, if you've been here for the last, you
1: know, 15 weeks, you know what some eclectic have been doing. Actually, <laughs> it was uh, 17 weeks up 10 weeks of regular uh, season and two weeks of playoffs, actually three weeks, so one yeah. to two weeks of uh, football. We've been coming to the NBA football teams right here in the area in the Dallas area. The Dallas Moshers and
0: the Texas Revolution, Dallas Moshers right over there in Mesquite
1: and then the Texas Revolution of Minnesota. So I've been keeping people because of that. Normally, we're going to play, play on And this year, I moved into the front office of Champions Indoor Football. And I've been learning a lot about the indoor game and a lot about what I do and what I don't do, what I'm not supposed to do, or things like that. So it's been a lot of experience. So, we've been bringing you inside the CIF weekly. Uh, we and so that's been kind of cool. And doing video on inside the CIF as well, if you check out my page and over on Champions Intervolve Football Players Meet Fans Group. But, having met as a champion the of the Texas Revolution, we're home to take on um, the Omaha Beef in uh, the CIF 2017
0: Championship and at the Allen Hunt Center was really, really a
1: neat experience. I was part of a championship game. I was part of I was part of the broadcast team uh, that was bringing the Texas Revolution. I wasn't part of the team uh, uh the front office and I just kinda just you yeah, know laid back in the in the uh, in the
0: background a little
1: bit to
0: ease it a little bit. What an exciting room for championship
1: for the Texas Revolution. And this is my team that is like a team that you
0: know,
1: quite often uh, in this sleep. And
0: yeah,
1: uh, but but, but uh, 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 are, you look at the see what they're finding. Find So the championship game was on Friday, June 23rd, as the Texas Revolution got the victory 59 to 49. And 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 the game where uh, an example. Um, on I was on the uh I was on the
0: field when they were
1: doing the you know coin flips and all that other stuff, you yeah, so when I, I up, left after that took up this spot where I was gonna sit and watch the <laughs> game. There's one game where I just have to do a lot of things. With that. So it was one thing that I wasn't checking because I was actually getting an opportunity to get. But here's one thing I want people to understand that I called this game. I was, you know, more in the fact that this game was going to be settled in the first quarter, where all the scoring was done for the Omaha Beef. Twenty-eight. 28- Four touchdowns, 28 points in the first quarter, yeah. compared to the Texas Revolution's fourteen. However, the Revolution scored a touchdown got six, and an eight points In the third quarter, and the beef were not there with the United. And it, that third quarter was a little bit than part of the had beef. They could have done exactly what they calculated to get to this game
0: against the Sioux City Bandits, and that was sneaking by and almost going to and this thing that happened was an officer awesome, awesome. But
1: the revolution, when really had to control this game, was 41 to 53. Like that, 21. So, at that time, you can tell a thing about what was going to happen. then the fourth the quarter, when the revolution was the only ones that put on the brain. It was kind of so It was going to be back. on be back. That's one thing. They even scored on the last play of the drive, which gave them the 49. So, really, if they hadn't scored on the last play, it was going to be 50 miles of She's still close to an interesting interest. But it's starting up with they couldn't sell him with a 37 yard uh, touchdown pass from Chris Nixon. Missed the field goal. Then. That was with 12-22 uh, on the clock. Then with 6-foot-8 on the clock, Chris Dixon ran in for 7-7 yards. And the extra point, that game was 15-0. And then the overall beat, they got on the penalty you Jonathan Ray, uh, Ray one-yard touchdown. Now was 13-7. And then Clinton Solomon, you another a yard touchdown from Chris Dixon. Get the revolution at 19 to seven because they missed the extra point. Then, with seven minutes 22 seconds left to go in the first half, Chris Dixon went in for a 11-yard touchdown pass. Look at what we're talking about: Clinton Salomon, Chris Dixon. Clinton Salomon, Chris Dixon. So the Omaha beat for three minutes and 10 seconds got a 10 yard touchdown pass. Uh, one. Five-place 17-yard drive, and there was uh, four minutes and five seconds left to go. Then the revolution got up on top, at least anyway, guys. Two-yard touchdown pass for Chris Mitson, two-point collision was Bray, which made the score 33 to 14. Then the Omaha Beef Bay- got the final three-yard touchdown. run made a 33-21, and then Clinton Solomon tied a
0: Three touchdowns
1: in the first half of Coach Solomon. 15 left pass from Chris Dixon, number 39 21 So that was a very interesting picture from there. Then the Revolution got that one out with a touchdown from Chris Dixon, so they were in the half, 35-21 as we said. So, you know, really, if you're, if you're watching this, you see five touchdowns. The the amount of scoring that was going on was incredible for the Texas Revolution, and you just didn't think that that would change in the second half, but it did. Because only six points up to the Texas Revolution because of the microbiome. you know, splash into the end zone. So And then the old be beats Skyler two yards. out for that guy. He'll sneak in one time. And then for the Allenadi, Revolution French, 25 yards it was 59, 20, 29, and then. MLB threw back with into the MMAB for three scores to take the first Scott, eight yard rush. it's Ribbing, one yard rush. Anthony Ayanami, eight yard rush. This is team that ran the football. And the Revolution were able to stop the big yards. But if you look at the
0: starting for the MMAB,
1: this was a football team that. Dependent on the run all game long, only one touchdown pass in the game. So everything else is ran in. So this is a football team that likes to run the football,
0: just like
1: I uh, let everybody know at the beginning of the
0: episode.
1: Looking at another 15 first downs for the Revolution. The Omaha Beef had 22, but when you look at a lot of things like game of position, the revolution of uh, the beef had to be more than the revolution. For twenty nine minutes in the revolution of But really when you looked at the game, down, in fourth down, down
0: two thirds, one of them must be a touchdown, first up front and solemn.
1: Which kind of lets you know how things really go well
0: on fourth down. This is a profession that did not fit an extra uh, uh, approval all year
1: long except for an extra point. It went further than four pounds. They were not going to hit it and they came out there. 13 to 22
0: for Chris Gibson. Had a female at the end of the third had a great game.
1: That's one of them. The thing about the third is when you perfect there two interceptions, it was as far as the record concern. The one two the one that they didn't get turned around and put some on the board for the Texas Revolution. And let's you have to score on turnovers. With that question, I didn't do it You're going to score a test. The same way you can get it for the Or take it through to turn Now, the Revolution have um, under average penalty score rate penalties for 37, 7 for 78. Sacks, one uh, sack in the whole game. And it came from the census Revolution Two interceptions for the Revolution for that football game. So, looking at the number, Chris Nixon so again, 1322, one hundred ninety-eight yards, six touchdown passes. He also ran into it. so he had eight touchdowns in his that he was part of. 39 yards rushing attempts. Michael Bay has 15 losses, 46 yards, and a touchdown as well. Ken and four catches, 79 yards, three touchdowns, at least. Two catches, for a and touchdowns. There is Hedge, one catch, 25 yards, two catches, four. Michael Dyer out of the backfield. He also got a touchdown pass as well as also, you know, running it in. Anthony Ayanadi, of those, coming at least. 17 or 25, 15, nine,
0: one touchdown with two interceptions, he was six in the game. There was a good difference in the game, and
1: we lost it. Ayanadi also got a run to He did. 15 times, so in the last year, he had two touchdowns resting. Living. Rushes 4-7 yards, 3 touchdowns. Jonathan Raper right rushes for 3 yards and a touchdown. He also caught 7.54 yards. 54 per yard. per and a Skylar Brown, 3 catches, 41 yards per touchdown. 1 touchdown, 1. And, and in this game, I think the credit for the police is going to combo with the rush. If you only go rush,
0: it's going to run out. up.
1: And the recognition stopped them, Like that, he had to go in line. So, a really good football game for a championship game. Um, they, they, it. they started with 9 minutes and 20 seconds left to go, and they went on a 21-point uh, uh, run, trying to get more. Offside yeah. like kicks were a problem for that football team as well. Offsides are a fan. Uh, and things of that sort. Looking at the defensive side of the ball, tackle for loss, a Gary Jenkins. Last breakup came from Darius we'll, as well as Pat uh, the you know, Nothing really defensively out for that for that team on the defensive side of the ball. I just a totally different thing. LeDon Hudson, 15 tackles,
0: 7 7.
1: A Samuel Frankie Solomon Jr.
0: They are teams that hit their
1: That's just one less. tackles for loss. LeDon Hudson, what one for uh, Smith one for Highland and one for uh, Meshach Williams and that was part of them. Tackles for loss of the six. Four bundles, third time turnover, loss caused by Anthony Lynn, and he went out of the game but he was out of the game after the second ass.
0: He put something as wrist.
1: I think it was broken completely.
0: Interception uh, for LeBron
1: Hudson and Anthony Lynn. A brilliant shot playing the second half of the game. So Revolution definitely have a really good enough and had a strong game for the Texas Revolution. Uh, a good game it was A good game, but Ratchet was a good thing to be a part of it, and all the festivities. The halftime show was expanding over there at the Texas Revolution. And they did us all
0: with three things. A game they figured out that we gonna be in the championship through was going to be in fine.
1: They out and to figure out how to put They put 5,000 people in the same for the at the Allen Event Center. It was awesome. And that, that was, was great.
0: They didn't make it by a so they almost started the house.
1: So, that being said, that's where this That's where we're going to champions indoor football ends up with the Texas Revolution winning the championship. And a lot of a lot of fun in reality. It was a great thing to be a part of. And I couldn't be up for the one where the revolution was on the board. Taking on since I was a couple years back. And then with me be taking on the What's fun office. Will I do part
0: of the office? I
1: don't know. Much. We'll find we'll that know. out. Will I hold the same office? I don't know. We'll find that out. Don't matter if I'm not a part of it. I'm a fan of indoor football, always worth a fan of indoor football. And, you know, I and I love the fact there was,
0: you know,
1: one of them up now. This one
0: also goes after Dave Michaels,
1: the guy who took him to the game right that day. Had uh, really, really high blood pressure and he collapsed after the game. So, uh, talk to him. He is in good shape. Um, and uh, hopefully, everything
0: will be good with him. I'm going to be both of him as soon as he's
1: in the hematopoietic. I'm going make sure he's okay. Might even try and pick him up put him on air. But a great game out there, um, a lot of fun, and I think everything is good for him. I should, you know what? This is one of the great things about live.
0: I'm going to do it. here. Hit this button right here. Grab this right
1: here. Copy.
0: And to the studio. I wonder if he'll answer. Anything. I think I'll like dark phone. So that's
1: it. Right here, and one more button that will make the call. I want to bring in Dave Michaels if he is available. Let's wake him up. Dave, come on, answer the call. Here we go. How do I know? Hi, this is Dave Michaels of Dave Radio Productions and the North Texas Sports Network. Current- All right. We are unable to bring him in. I'm going to try to catch him again. So hopefully he's okay. Uh, that's what he said he, done, so, uh, he was at home yesterday. So awesome uh, news for that. All right. So we're going
0: to go on the couch for the talk question. We're going to take a break. And I think for everybody that
1: the indoor football news as far as champions football is concerned on the show. I think that. So we're going to take the first break today on the couch question. When we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about, about what's going on in the NBA Originally, first report, i We'll be back. proud sponsor of the Rowlett Eagles radio broadcast it always happens That's 5 Star HVAC Contractors, serving RELF 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 214-457-8441. Call the experts at 5 Star HVAC Contractors. Let Spirit Outfitters be your home for any of your specialty needs. Spirit Outfitters can do it all. Whether it's screen printing, custom apparel, spirit gifts, or embroidery, Spirit Outfitters has you covered. Need personalized apparel? We can do that. Want something just for you? We can do that also. Spirit Outfitters will let your imaginations run wild. Give them a call at 972-412-3440 or visit their showroom at 3538 Lakeview Parkway, Suite 101 in Rowlett. Or check them out on the web as well at the spirit uh. uh.
0: ready for the start
1: we can never make talking about insurance as exciting as the Kentucky Derby. However, we can make it interesting to see how much we can help you save money on your car insurance. Check out Coslo Insurance at Rowlett Road and Main Street in Rowlett, or check them out on the web at cosloinsurance.com,
2: where we always have
1: the coffee pot on. Yep,
2: yeah, it is. is fresh.
1: This is Sonny Clark, Radio Voice, at your Rally at Eagles letting you know about Fit Body Boot Camp. What makes Fit Body Boot Camp a unique fitness program is the value of consistent coaching with a professional fitness trainer in a group environment that generates exceptionally high levels of fitness results.
0: A Sunday
1: morning. I think this oh, a mean Alright,
0: we're about
3: here. Alright.
0: Alright, we're on the table.
1: Which I will send to the money, not the affair. I do not get a good deal right now, but I did not go to an email that I got. I guess I, I went on a rant last Sunday, and I rightfully so. I'm going to tell you that. It. It's worth something. And, and I don't know. I just know there are certain ways you do things, and there's certain ways that you don't. And the way really one thing in particular that I'm going to talk to you about. I'm going to try to this, case, probably. I I I want to know. get back to the NBA, the, the NBA
0: draft. and
1: look my was picked up
0: the second
1: by the Lakers. So, and, and, and there's, going to be, there's going to be some
0: interesting things that happen. We've got your whole situation. I'm not a big NBA fan because really, I, I this is an extra space the year. And we're usually watching this. Back like the
1: right. a... right. the second everybody now oh, And I just don't want to. I just want to match Johnson list. All right. Johnson has a correct, one, two lines are bold. I don't know, if there was any talks with Magic Johnson, you know there's just gotta be something that's
0: gonna be done. Because Magic has a little bit of that math going And I put back upon myself that, that we've talked about this, about the background of time or compliment, lots of time. It was the
1: lava style. And I'm gonna tell you what I all I know
0: is what. But I still look around though. And I don't want I don't know. I'm not right now. Because I think this is important because I think I am might and I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hit my ears, uh. yeah. and I'm not gonna click on your button yet. Because I want to, I, I can't answer, I'm not sure say something the answer. I answer, I answer. Then I'm going to go to the I really want to see how many more Because there are a men young man really happy. Really happy. All maybe this time is separate. But even with Because that's right not what's right and uh, you know, I'm This uh, you know, in his life. And I'm gonna tell you right now, the best thing that could happen for Magic
1: of right Chance is and Johnson uh, and his ad, $10 million And the <laughs> You need to Because the Lakers can't have this guy. And mean, absolutely nothing
0: to the Lakers' side. Be a voice for it.
1: Margaret is to do just complete and kind of a with the Which, by the way, makes feel
0: agree. From i to learning about And that's the It is interesting that that has been. I don't know I don't know what the number is, I whatever it is, it's absolutely ridiculous. It's about money. It's not about the same. It's about how much will be put in a head bank account. In that way it could happen. So I'm trying, I am interested in that so I I
1: usually watch that.
0: So interestingly enough, this will be an interesting
1: whole set setup that we do with law, With Razo Balls And, 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 yeah, maybe, uh, you know, hey, maybe dad different than most. I'll put it right there. There is no, I, I, I will tell you, let's just say if I had some kind of talent that would put me in the spotlight in some way, my
0: dad would not be a bad dad. Even
1: if I had a way to come back to him. If I was in that situation, of course I'd take care of my dad.
0: Guess what? Dads don't need much. Dads need to have a son to be proud of. Now, what can my son bring to me? And uh, um, I, 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 I'm sorry, I, you're too naive to honestly believe that that's not what's going on. Uh, um, you're just. I wish you wouldn't, Missy.
1: um both uh, talking to me uh, uh talking to me about the comments of what I was talking about.
0: We could run LeBron James. And I noticed he didn't answer or make a
1: comment
0: after I put up the uh Kobe uh, uh, LeBron James with his uh blade uh MVPs, championships, and then probably some championships, and you know, there and
1: then the whole rest of the picture is Michael Jordan with his you know, 20, probably 30, probably 30 awards, maybe more. And I just found it very interesting comments that were made. And I, I put it out
0: there. I about it and I have no time, and I'm not going to do it because I know they uh, I
1: just don't want things and I'm not going to take my time. Okay, when I put out on June 19th, what right, did the book begin? So I guess to kind of ask for the debate. The okay, bad james, not even in the top 10 of the
0: best players to play the game. Ready? Go. Now, yes, it's my opinion, that's what we don't. That's what this show. Sure. But sometimes you gotta know what you mean.
1: Now, what you're I hate LeBron James. I put it out there, but I never doubted the big guy's talent. Never,
0: never. If you ever sat and listened to this show, and I even I even said he is the best player play the game right now.
1: I took that out there. Folks. I mean, I didn't even look more like Oh, if they once have said, I don't think he's one of the top 10 players to ever play this game. Listen, there are many players in the NBA
0: that
1: have doubled in the board games. I'm sorry. They're just this. And if you
0: honestly, if you took the fandomonium out of that, because the game is different and I've been told, so I'm going to play with, with the fact that the game is different. Then again, I don't know if it's going to be funny anymore. It's just. There's just no the way
1: to go it. And, um, yes, you can. i, I, I the
0: There's no way you can go
1: and compare to the other. Yes, you
0: can. understand
1: what you're talking
0: about. Or at least you're doing what you're doing. Or even understand what you're
1: doing. I think the Some people, for that to one out of high school, could do what they want really can. Well, it's it. Everybody already knows I think just better than him Now you want to take name And look in the up off the top of my head Truly really so Luke Chamberlain Oscar Levinson Magic Johnson I mean You're talking about You're, you're talking about guys. go uh, I,
0: I'm a body
1: of My was better
0: i so, him no. more going to go in front of him He not know to be bad But uh, you if know, it's a West This is Malone Kevin Black is on Kevin Black's level Kevin Malone Is the I now, I can't understand why people wouldn't think that the way I But here's the moment that
1: it in the first place.
0: So those
1: that,
0: are some reasons that to But i to the an
1: argument for Clyde Dritzler and Patrick Ewing uh, Red Fraser Pistol pick. So I mean and, and that's what the the relevant. So those are some of the guys that I could put there. And, and because I mean the comparison,
0: yeah, he scores 30, maybe 45 points a game. That doesn't mean anything in today's game. Because back in the day for those news, so some of the guys that I
1: mentioned, people defense. They don't play defense nowadays. The best games to play today were
0: the different work of back in the early 90s and the late 80s. That's
1: just the matter of that. They played defense. They don't play defense until they're in the NBA. Well, and you get these that can buy a score, they can go to, I, course, to the space, they'll get back in the booth.
0: That was in the 70s and others were crying out loud. You don't even get that anymore. You get games in the 90s and the hundreds. Play
1: so defense, like they're playing defense because you can't touch anybody. So, if you think you know, like that James can score 30 points, but he can't be touched, can you imagine? Yeah,
0: I mean, they, you know, we used the comparison on how good
1: a wide receiver could be. That'd be Jerry Wright if he had today's rules where he couldn't touch Jerry Wright. How I many more touchdowns and yards would he have had? same thing. So, what the Brown James was trying to put, the people impressed me. I'm going to see big, real defense. And today's NBA has not played the same type of defense. So, you can live in your own little world. I watched the game. Well, you know, let me just say, NBA and the regular seasons are magical. But the rules are different. So, I'm not impressed with, I'm not impressed with the numbers. With and, and listen, there's also a name that Repenture being the day even 12 or 13. I mean, listen to the memes I named huh? and you being considered even in the same class as the guys that I was talking about.
0: He might be very birdish. Common And God,
1: those are great players. you you Can't do it. I can't do
0: it because, yes? That's clean, that's the way the would get destroyed.
1: I am even gonna put it to the point where I think Shark is better and I know there's some things that you have know, when I start talking Carl and Malone. I mean even to the point you know as far as is concerned. You know, Jerry Webbs, Oscar how about it
0: I, I, I just
1: all star I, I came around you won became legend. Kobe Bryant champ third time NBA champion
0: only MVP in the finals. He only won one MVP that for the season but it was crazy.
1: 27-point average double digits on the board. 60% shooting.
0: Larry Bird. So he's, I'm sorry, he's not.
1: You want to talk about a fundamental basketball player? Tim Duncan might be the, the most fundamental basketball player to ever play in the game. He could score, he could defend, he could pass, he
0: could do, he could do everything. But yeah, he doesn't carry Tony Duncan's jock. Yeah, listen. Yeah. Bill Russell, Green, Adolphe, Jabbar, Mitchell, Johnson, Walt, Chamberlain, and let's not forget Michael Jordan.
1: He's not in the top 10. He doesn't carry a jock. Two of those guys. And you never will. Why is that? Why is that? Unless not again. You may... Uh, no, no. Let me re- i Unless not
0: going to right again.
1: Yeah, that's true. you arrogant
0: snob. Jesus.
1: Why, why, why are we today, as a society, a king of arrogance that just out of the
0: pimple of their forehead? Why is that? Because, because, because he was inherited a, a bunch of crap that everybody felt for. And as
1: a basketball player, nothing would take that away from him. That would be ignorant. But when I say he's one of the top 15 players to ever play in the game, why is that so horrible.
0: Would not be in my top three. I had the start.
1: He would not be in my top three. And this is with the understanding. That if you only have one guard.
0: One, one God?
1: One. I mean one symptom. Two forwards. And two guards. He doesn't make the starting running. Right he doesn't. Yeah, but you know, you know, but today's society, that,
0: you know, you know, if the media wants this guy or something, but and in, and in, in useless points and useless games and useless uh, regular season. I mean, I was even it, of course, that the NBA's regular season is almost as boring as they make
1: both got a regular season. Michigan, go out a basketball game in two and a half hours. Max. Mostly two. Spin me. Just spur me. LeBron James is a great I named him amongst the greats to ever play the game. But, you know, since I don't think he's number two, I I'm, I'm lying. Let's get, Let's get. Can we talk? Yeah. The best you've ever seen when you're 25. Yeah. Go back in the archives and watch it. I had to go back in the archives and watch Oscar Robinson for real how great that guy was. Not only that, Oscar Robinson can handle the ball, could dribble. couldn't dribble, but it doesn't matter. He didn't need to
0: dribble. It. It's just to me, it's amazing.
1: I'm on my Facebook. Look underneath the the the, the thing I said and watch the difference between Michael Jordan explaining how great he thought he was compared to LeBron James. There's no fondness in LeBron.
0: He has an arrogant ass. Michael Jordan.
1: At least, I said, I'm, a, I'm here again. Now, you know, and you find new memes. But that just says, you know, I'm the best player in the world. Yet here today, I yeah, so, so, give him that. He's not the top 10. Here's the best player to play again right now. Right now. There's nobody better. I'm, I'm, even though there's a situation, there's nobody better right now than with me on the little band jigs. He's just not top 10. And I'm getting ripped. I have this limit. I get that's your opinion. Uh, that, 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 that's your opinion. no player in history came into the league that this much pressure has gone beyond expectations. Really? I really honestly thought let, let me just replace that going beyond expectations. That's the picture sure is a really well soft. He is just not. And we talked
0: about what the James, when he did what he did in
1: order to get back that championship, not just this, this year, but the year before, what he had to do, put it on his shoulders, and he will not be the same. He's not going, going to be going to stay down there? And now are supposed to figure out how to throw a hole or two. And if they don't, if they don't watch it, they might get some, get some, uh, you know, competition in their contents so, I mean, it, it's, really,
0: it's really, sad.
1: So here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna take a quick break. We'll be back here on the Couch Potato. We're gonna turn this around at the top of the hour. We'll be right back. In 1998, Scooter's Coffee was born. Co-founders Don and Linda Eccles began their amazing journey when they opened up their first drive-through coffee house in Bellevue, Nebraska. Their motto is, Amazing people serving amazing drinks, amazingly fast. Scooters only roast from the top 10% specialty coffee beans in the world. And their specialty? The Caramelicious. If you're new to Scooters, you can't go wrong with ordering this rich, velvety caramel jam. So make sure you check out Scooters Coffee, located at Rowlett Road in the 66 with a convenient drive-thru, so you can get onto your business real quick. That's Scooters Coffee, located in Rowlett. Buying or selling your home could be the single most important decision you make in your life. You need someone with the experience and know-how to help you through this decision. Brian Chadwick of JP and Associate Realtors has you covered. Knowing the specifics of the Rowlett and Rockwall area is his specialty. Contact Brian at 972-533-9059. Or visit them on the web at bryanchadwick.jphomesforsale.com. That's Brian with the Y, not an I, chadwick.jphomesforsale.com. At Chang Lee's Saekwondo, learn the art of self-defense, discipline, respect, physical development, and mental focus. Become the best that you can be. At Chang Lee Saekwondo, we offer an after-school program, fitness kickboxing, birthday parties, summer camp, and homeschool classes. Check out our one-year anniversary special, two weeks in a free uniform for nineteen ninety nine. That's right, nineteen ninety nine gets you two weeks and the free uniform. Check out Chang Lee's at 469-506-4483 or visit them on the web at mychanglees.com. This is Sunny Clark, radio voice of your Rowlett Eagles, letting you know about the Mitchell Law Firm. Looking for a bankruptcy attorney in Rowlett? Talk directly to your bankruptcy attorney, not the paralegal. Get a personal touch directly from Greg Mitchell. The Mitchell Law Firm handles a wide variety of bankruptcy related matters, including litigation arising out of bankruptcy matters in state as well as federal courts. We represent both individual and small business debtors in Chapter 7, Chapter 11, and Chapter 13 Bankruptcies. For more information, come in contact with Greg Mitchell at 972 463 8417. That's 972 463 8417. Or visit him on the web at www.mitchellps.com. Are you in need of an electrician in the Rowlett, Rockwall, or Sackley area? What kind of electrical work needs to be done? Residential, business, or industrial? Contact Allen Power Electric for all of your electrical needs. It's important have to have a qualified to home electrician taking care of any electrical problems you may be having so your loved one or customers are safe. We have built our business on quality for a fair price. And good customer service, but of course... Give Alan Bauer Electric a call at 214-356-0197 and tell him Sonny sent you. Alan Bauer Electric, proud sponsor of the Rowlett Eagles radio broadcast. All right, back on the Couch Potato Sports Show. Thanks for letting me know. We went back to the phone, so this uh, hopefully will be better as far as that's concerned. Talking the NBA, we're talking anything that's going to be going on. As we are here on Sunday morning, it's that being said, it's our Sunday morning tradition. I'll go ahead and bring the guy who called up and said, man, you sound horrible. Let's bring him on in. Do I sound better now? At least he can hear me. I can hear you. I'm going to go back to you All internet. right, good. Thank you. <laughs> you got it. All right, so uh, did you want to get online or anything, or are you all good? Okay, looks like he's getting off air. Appreciate it. Hey, let's talk a little bit about the, what you know. this show does for folks that, I mean, we bring in indoor football. We talk indoor football, the Champions Indoor Football League, and I appreciate the call, by the way or let me know that they, they – uh, we're just going to have to do a little more work on the computer and make sure that connection's a little bit better. Uh, so we, we're we on the phone now. So hopefully this will get us through today's, game, uh, today's show. Let's go – let's talk a little. We talked about the NBA. Lonzo Ball, number two. Is that going to help the Los Angeles Lakers? Obviously, I think it will be. I mean, I'm not going to go against the experts. I'm not going to sit and watch a lot of college basketball and say that's it. Listen, if Magic Johnson thinks this kid's got what it takes, I'm not going to argue with Magic Johnson. I mean, I, I was wrong about Magic Johnson when he was taking over the Dodgers, okay? So I'm not going to say that this guy doesn't know what he's talking about in the area of expertise that he should know mo- mo- most about, obviously, basketball. And the guy knows business. But he has to write that check to dad. Question, I don't think anybody will question the fact that that check needs to be written to his dad just to shut him up. So the question is, though, Lonzo comes up and tries to bring LeBron James to the Lakers. So, you know, I I don't know, hit hit or miss. I mean, who knows what LeBron James is going to do? I I mean, depending on what's going on. Will he come out and say? I don't know. Will he come out and say what he's going to do? I don't know. I make it a point not to listen to him. I'll just find out where he's going to be next year and watch and see what happens. There's no question. I mean, the guys made it to the finals. I mean, what, six, seven times, in a row, whatever times in a row? It don't matter. That, that is great for today's game. It's absolutely wonderful, and I think it's great. I do. And I will give him the moniker that everybody wants me to give him. He's the best player playing today. Playing today. That's it, playing today. All the time I can't do it. I can't I cannot you know reach out and say yes, that's he's the best or the second best player. I just can't do it. But Magic Johnson says you got talent, guess what? I'm gonna hang out with Magic Johnson. I'm gonna say if Magic Johnson thinks this guy's got the goods, I'm gonna go with it. So I'm not gonna question whether or not he should have been taken number two, because something tells me he would have been taken number one if he had the opportunity to do so. Magic being at that number one pick, he would I think he would take Guanzo. And Fultz taking number one point guard six four out of Washington with the number one pick for the seventy sixers. Uh, they can hang in mediocrity. They need to make a move. Is this the right move? Let's just say having a good point guard is definitely something that helps your basketball team. Monzo Ball, point guard. Will he be the point guard? Will they move him into a different spot? I don't know. Maybe not tall enough to move into the for, you know to the forward position, shooting forward. Who knows? But Tatum at number three to Boston, which by the way they they. They robbed the 76ers. (laughs) What a great play. They still got the number three overall pick. (laughs) And still got a number one for that. I mean, I'm going to tell you Danny Ainge knows what the hell he's doing. You got to love it. Josh Jackson goes to the uh, Phoenix Suns. And then Fox De'Aaron, out of Kentucky, he goes to the Clips. Isaiah, Jonathan Isaiah, out of Florida State, goes to Orlando. So, you know, and and past this, I I, I really, it's not the fact that I don't care, it's just that really doesn't matter there these guys a lot of these guys are going to end up in the d league anyway which by the way i think is wonderful get out to a d league game i'm down, right down by Frisco. go to about four or five games a year and get to see nba stars walking all around it's awesome go to the d league you'll see some young talent some of the talent that were picked in the first round fall down back into the d league to work on things So a couple other guys that I saw that I thought was really kind of a good pickups, Dennis Smith for Dallas, I think is really a good pick for this guy. And I'll say that as far as his athletic ability. And folks down here in the Dallas area, they get a chance to see this kid. And if he falls to the D-League level, they can go catch him over in Frisco. You never know. But coming out of North Carolina State, Listen, the guy's got skills, and that's the guy they had supposedly had their eye on, regardless where they were picking. I don't believe that statement, but that's what they say. So, uh, some uh, some other interesting names that came out and where they came out. I, I think uh, the the fact that Luke Kennard out of Duke. Went 12. I thought he would probably be up around 8 or 7, somewhere in that area. But the difference is he's a shooting guard, not a point guard. So there was some indication. Obviously, you know, teams need that. They need that guy. They need the, they need the guy that's going to run the floor and take command of the floor. So that, that's something right there to keep track of as well. Justin Jackson out of North Carolina goes to Portland. And that was a trade with Sacramento Kings. That was a big one. And also Justin Patton out of Creighton. Listen, you know, that is, first of all, that's a great school. Creighton usually has the tall guys, seven foot tall, Chicago. I think that was a hell of a pick for them. They need that guy. Now the question is, is will he develop enough muscle to play the middle game of the NBA? Now, if this was the 90s, I'd say no. If this was the, yeah, the 80s, definitely not. But he needs more muscle. I know seven foot two thirty. that should be enough. No, he needs another good 10 pounds to fight it in the middle. T.J. Leaf, he, out of UCLA, he goes to the uh, Indiana Pacers. So, Ball's teammate right over there at number 18. Uh, John Collins out of Wake Forest. He goes to Atlanta. And listen, this might be the steal of the draft. I'm not saying this guy should have been drafted number one, but there's always a guy that gets overlooked. And this guy could be that guy to where he falls all the way down to 19 to Atlanta. And Atlanta needs a point guard. So I'm going to say, I mean, never mind the fact that this guy he can run the floor. He goes after rebounds. He's probably one of the best rebounding point for uh, point guards. Now, uh, power forwards out of this. I said point guards. You need you need a guy that can control the floor. This guy has got the ball. He can get to the to the boards. So I like this. This is a good pick. He needs a little bit more. He's right at the right poundage. Right at about two forty. He's gonna be good. You watch it. Some one, uh, one other name that I thought fell all the way down, and who else picks them but the San Antonio Spurs? Always do something right. By the way, point guard six four out of Colorado, Derek White, and I'm going to tell you right now. This guy, he can do it all as far as the point guard position is concerned. Passing, shooting, assisting, finding the open guy. Watch this guy. And and the Spurs are going to make this guy a superstar. You watch. That's just what the Spurs do. Interesting stuff here uh, happening in the NBA. Uh, Are you happy with the NBA draft? I say that I'm completely happy with it. Especially the first two picks were figured out before they even went on air. Did you watch it? Did you enjoy it? Interestingly enough, I watched it, you know, after, uh, I think it was a half hour after it came on, Because I knew who the first two picks were. Who cared? And I I was sick and listening to the analysis of how great the two guys were. Jason Tatum, number three. <laughs> that might have been the guy they were eyeing for, for for the whole thing. <laughs> They'll trade that first pick as so long as you don't take Tatum, because we knew Lonzo Ball was going number two. <laughs> Great. Watch out for Boston. They are improving year after year. Had the best record, like I said. I, I'm not. Records don't mean anything to me. It's more about talent, but. When you're figuring out what a team is doing, winning games can be part of that. And you have a Jason Taylor looking good. All right, now, guys, the NFL It's what we're going to cover when we come back here on the Couch for Today's Sports Show. And when we do this, okay, when we come back, some things that you think about when you watch an organization – make moves. And I'll tell you what I'm talking about when we come back here on the couch potato sports show. At Regal and rustic estate sales, let us take the burden out of hosting staging and cleaning of your estate sale or liquidation. We will provide reliable, friendly service with an experienced crew We have an excellent reputation for professionalism with exceptional customer service and knowledge. We understand that staging and drawing attention to your sale is key. Most importantly, we listen to our customers' needs and pay attention to detail. That is what separates us from other local estate sales and companies as we truly care about your presentation, property, and belongings. That's Regal and Rustic Estate Sales contact Renee Sheffield at 972-861-0231 or check us out on the web at regalandrustic.com. Don't just call any heating and air conditioning repairman, call an expert. At Stevenson's Heating and Air Conditioning, we are your experts. Whether it's a seasonal maintenance that keeps your system running at a peak efficiency or a complete replacement of your system, Stevenson's Heating and Air Conditioning does it all. Common Sense Solutions for your home comfort. Stevenson's where quality is our standard, not our goal. Give them a call at 972-475-3227 or check them out on the web at stevensonshvac.com. Let Buffalo Creek Doors and Floors help you restore your home to its like-new condition. Need a contractor? Let us be your first stop as well as your last. Give Rodney James a call at 214-536-2607. That's 214-536-2607. Or check them out on the web at www.buffalocreekdoorsandfloors.com. At Wesson General Contracting Incorporated, we're your one-stop shop for all your general contracting needs. Unpleasant surprises can be annoying, but sometimes they can be devastating. If your retirement plan is vulnerable to unpleasant surprises, you do have a choice. There are strategies that can help ensure any surprise is a welcome one and reduce the threats to your retirement. Nest Egg Wealth Advisors specialize in helping protect your portfolio from unpleasant surprises. Visit nestegadvice.com or give them a call at 972-412-6064 to request a guide to your nice, predictable retirement. Back on the couch potato sports show, it is me, Sonny Clark, the hardest working man in sports radio. Never launched the chat. I thought I'd just go ahead and do it. Welcome back into the Sunday Morning Tradition. We are here, and I want to talk a little bit about some of the things that are happening in the NFL, and one of them happens to be right there in Kansas City. And we talk, I've talked about this with Cuervo on the air a lot, and I'm, I just have to put it out there that I was incorrect about the hiring of Andy Reid for the Kansas City Chiefs. I, I've, I've fessed up to that for the last two years. But the Kansas City Chiefs make a big, big move this week. No, no, no. It's not grabbing up a guy. But it's the guy who grabs the guys up. The general manager of this football team for the Chiefs. Andy Reid signs the extension and fire the GM, John Dorsey. Now, first of all, that tells you something about the franchise itself. It means they're very happy with what Andy Reid has been able to do with what he has. We talk about this on when we talk sports radio all the time. Sometimes coaches just have to do the best they can with what they got. And what they got... They got a they got a GM that didn't go out and get a quarterback. Okay? They got for years. So they had to get rid of him in reality. I mean, what's Andy Reid gonna do? Okay? He doesn't have anybody else to be able to get that done. Now, a nice turnaround for this football team. And yes, he brought in some things, but most of this in reality is coaching. And I I will tell you, you can't deny it. Because when you go 2-14 and and read, okay, this is year number five at the head coaching position for him. And all he's done has put this team in contention each and every year in the NFC East, or in the NFC West. AFC West. So... What is really the problem here? First of all, they go, they have nobody catch a touchdown. Andy Reid says, we need a guy. Go get this guy. Who was it? One of his old wide receivers out there from the Philadelphia age. Now he's gone. They cut him, let him go. So on Thursday... They got Andy Reid, signed up for another one, and then less than an hour later, John Dorsey is let go. Massive decisions made by the chairman, Clark Hunt, okay, makes it very interesting. He says... My family and I have been very success, very satisfied and pleased with the success of the franchise that's sustained over the last four years under head coach Andy Reed. New And this is one of the great statements coming from the ownership. He says, Reid has already established himself as one of the best coaches in the league and he is well on the way to solidifying a place among the all-time greats. That is a backing. But some folks say, well, it wasn't just Andy Reid. When they got Dorsey from, from the Green Bay Packers, obviously, look what he did with the Packers. There's no question about that. But what Dorsey has failed to do, in the four years that he was there before, is get a quarterback. They went a year where they didn't have one wide receiver catch a touchdown pass. Good God. Even the worst teams in the NFL get people to catch the ball in the end zone. You know, the reputation of this guy was the savvy He. Scouts well, uh, works with the front office really well. And, folks, I'm going to tell you, when you got Aaron Rodgers, of course, everything's going to be fine. That wasn't even his find, folks. So now when Reed gets in, really just takes this team over and gets them back to fundamentals of football. Dorsey was entering his last year of his five-year deal. But the simple fact of the matter is, is is that he was told that that contract wasn't going to be extended for him, but they were going to give it to Andy Reid. So now, who's going to handle the GM Duties in the interim right now. As Andy Reid is juggling the head coaching position, you know, and stuff like that. Who else is going to do it? It's going to be Andy Reid. You watch it. He won't have the title, but Andy Reid has been trying to get a guy in there forever. That he can get the guy, The team needs quarterback. And then, The simple fact of the matter is that they had to get rid of Jeremy Macklin because of the fact that Andy Reid brought him in and now the numbers are not going to satisfy that whole situation on the contract and and they let him go. Large contract to to Dwayne uh, Bowe, big contract. And then Holly, $21 million, linebacker. Then a four million dollars in dead money. That's money thrown away. Jeremy Macklin was the only thing, and then the Chiefs were found guilty of tampering in order to get him there. Although Jeremy Macklin is was a good one. But Macklin, as much as I and you listen to the show, everybody knows Sonny Clark is a Macklin fan. He was given a $55 million five-year contract. The guy couldn't keep himself from getting hurt. The production wasn't there, and the salary cap was horrible because they had, the you know, release Macklin this offseason because they weren't going to be able to get up underneath the cap and watch Jeremy Macklin walk on another fo- football team finally healthy and make a difference. But – they couldn't afford it up underneath that, but what really did Dorsey in was the fact that four million bucks was dead money It was literally going down the toilet to, to just money in the air. So now they got to manage the salary cap and then they ha- and and not only that when you look at the Chiefs are oh this this is a football team they they always are in the news you know or you, you hear rumblings about money woes and that you know you got to get rid of that you know it, and they tried to snap that when they got rid of the last general manager that didn't work now he did, now Dorsey got Alex Smith And that was a fine signing for two years. But after that, everybody's seen the writing on the wall on what kind of quarterback he is. Listen to this show. We're all over Alex Smith. We like Alex Smith. He's just not a starting quarterback. He's a backup quarterback who has the starting job in Kansas City. So, Dorsey gets pretty much ousted by Andy Reid, and you know Andy Reid was in the owner's ear. Can, can, we, can we find someone to get us a quarterback, please? So, I, I don't know. Team went 12 of four, won his first division title since 2010, and there was also reason to believe that the Chiefs could even get better because of the linebacker Justin Houston, will really he be healthy after knee problems this year? The secondary, also with Eric Berry, he signed the long-term extension. And then the rookie uh, running back, Hunt, gives them yet another weapon. So Andy Reid, I think, is in pretty good shape. But the this is a football team that needs a quarterback. So watch out for that. I, you, you gotta, you, if you do not get a quarterback, you are dead in the water. And the Raiders knew it so much that they signed Derek Carr to a $125 million deal. Where's their money go? Why not? The only reason why they've had success is because they have the quarterback in hand. When you have a franchise quarterback, you put yourself in a much better position than most teams in the NFL. So that's where the Chiefs have got to change what they do. And the Raiders recognize it. $125 million. And this was after the season last year. They they didn't even think that they could come to a long-term agreement. Well, when money talks and bullshit walks, you know, in the NFL, we all know that's the way it plays out. Five years, $125 million? That's a lot of bullshit walking out. $25 million a year. Ugh. The NFL's richest player right now. There's going to be some other ones out there. Now, they got to work on some other things. They have got to give some money to Khalil Mack and then Amari Cooper and then their guard on the offensive line, Gabe, uh, Gabe Jackson. They need to get that money done before free agency hits. They need to get those guys. Listen. I'll tell you right now, Oakland's a good team. They are going to be in contention for the AFC West uh, Championship. But if they do not get Mack, Cooper, Jackson, their contracts down, they're going to be in a lot of trouble. And I I know it sounds stupid when I'm going to say this. The most important is Gabe Jackson. If you're not going to protect your quarterback, why spend $125 million? The next one has got to be Gabe. And then uh, Khalil Mack is going to be there. Wide receivers are a dime a dozen. So Cooper is going to be the one that will be left last getting it. And, and like I said, don't go find another one. $25 million a year. Making more money than Andrew Luck, Matthew Stafford, Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins is making as much as it's pretty sad. but you can say whatever you want about the Raiders Carr has turned this team completely around. It's a new team. It's a new persona. And where does that come from? That comes from Jack Del Rio without question. This is a no nonsense coach that can get to young players. And that is a hard thing to find. He had a following down in Jacksonville when the Jacksonville Jaguars were good on the defensive side of the ball, then go to Denver, win a championship in Denver, and then, oh, a la, here we go. Guess what? The Raiders are a good football team. No great big surprise. I mean, look what Derek Carr's done for this football team. They were 0-10 when he was a rookie. There is no question. When he broke his leg, the, uh, people were actually picking the Raiders to make the AFC Championship game. They, they I didn't think they had enough confidence to get them into the Super Bowl. Fans were first three seasons, three seasons with the Raiders. One, I, I, one is incredible because the Raiders like to run the football but Derek Carr throws for 11,000 yards in his first three seasons. Ranks fourth all-time with 81 touchdowns through a three-year period, trailing only Dan Marino, Andrew Luck, and Peyton Manning. That's good company. So, I want to tell you right now, Derek Carr he, and by, by the way, and I believe him, he says, I'm not going to go do anything different. I'm not going to, you know, with all the money I've got, I'm not going to. Listen, he had enough money. He didn't need much more, but that, that's just what was being demanded. And not because he wanted it, it's because that's the way it is. Patriots, they go ahead and they sign the linebacker, David Harris. So the Patriots are going to take some more talent from other teams that got maybe one or two years left in them. Then they'll, he's a, he's a, this guy, David Harris, he is a stick of chewing gum for the Patriots. And when the flavor runs out, Bill Belichick will spit him out, move him on to the next one, give another slice of gum. So, and by the way, one of the big things that we talk about on this show is concussions. Now, I have met Warren Sapp. I have talked to Warren Sapp on many occasions. Warren Sapp is one of the nicest guys in the world. Got a little problem with hookers, but you take away from that, this guy's an all right kind of guy. Fun-loving dude, but what is he going to do? He's going to donate his brain to medical research, and it's going to go to the Concussion uh, Legacy Foundation after his death. I don't know why he's out there putting that out there right now. I don't know why. But I will tell you, this story scares me and I wish Cuervo was here because we could talk about Dave Duerson. This story similar, similarly mirrors that situation. Because Dave Duerson said, I'm gonna do this. And then he shoots himself. He shoots himself in the chest, guys. He doesn't hit himself in the brain. He Dave Duerson puts the pistol to his chest, and this this thing scares me. This guy's forty four years old, and if you get an opportunity to read the Players Tribune website, go go read that. He says that he's been starting to feel the effects. Of the many hits that he took in his 13 NFL years Out on the football field Oh, great big surprise He says he has especially become concerned about his memory And he hopes that the donation can help prevent concussions And permanent brain damage for future football players Defensive tackle Probably caused many caused many concussions to other offensive linemen. Seven-time Pro Bowler, Super Bowl champion 2002, played for the Raiders from 2004 to 2007. So, I'm going to tell you, this is a scary story for me, and, and I don't know. So, watch out for this one. This one scares me. And with his recent run-ins with the law and the fact that the guy's practically broke, this story scares me. So, watch out for it. Interesting story coming out of Las Vegas. I'm going to tell you, I don't know how I feel about it. I really don't. Parts of me just wish it would go away. Parts of me goes, I don't know what we're doing. But O.J. Simpson has a parole date in Nevada on July 20th. And this is a hearing that could potentially... Release him from prison on October 1st. And this will be interesting. O.J. Simpson's 70 years old. He's old people. He's served eight years on a nine to 33 year sentence for. What he was found guilty of in 2008 with the guns in Vegas and trying to go get his stuff from our robbery and kidnapping. And, folks, this guy's getting out. Guy's been in jail for eight years for this, okay? This was one of the first stories. We, we have been on air since 2009. This was one of the first stories we covered on this show. (laughs) And I'm going to say it. I'm not saying that he didn't kill Nicole. And uh, the boyfriend, I'm not going to say that. I'm not. I'm also going to say something... That's probably not going to be very popular. But what he's in jail for right now, stupid. Most guys, I mean, really, I mean, really dumb. Now, granted, he was really dumb. But normally, if this was somebody else besides O.J. Simpson, he wouldn't be in jail for as long as he's been in jail. Guy. (laughs) This guy goes to Las Vegas. Where someone has his memorabilia and hun- holds him hostage, <laughs> and on robbery—brilliant, brilliant from this guy. But I'm going to say, O.J. Simpson, it- it's time to leave him alone. I- and and folks, I get it. I get why people are pissed off. I I but. I think we're at the age where you got to leave O.J. Simpson alone now. I mean, murderers get off for less time than he spent, okay, in jail for murder, okay? He's been in jail for eight years. Now, granted, he's got double homicide, and then you add this up on So, eight years. I think it's time. I think it's time to leave O.J. Simpson alone. I know that sounds really stupid. But really, what good keeping O.J. Simpson in jail? What good is that doing? It, it, it can't be doing any any good. O.J. Simpson's up for parole. And I'm going to be the first to say it. And I know it's out in my field. Let, let the guy go. First of all, he had no money. I don't even know where he'll live. Nor do I care. But I'm tired of hearing stories about O.J. Simpson from jail. So I don't know. I don't know. Should O.J. Simpson be released? I don't know. But if he's able to get parole, this will be a very interesting situation. So O.J. Simpson's um, trial attorney that handled that whole thing says he hasn't been in contact since uh, O.J. lost a bid for a new trial back in 2013. Folks, that was four years ago. We haven't heard very much about it. And according to the attorney, and he would know, he would have heard about. I mean, OJ's been in the model since. Said, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. You got a famous dude in jail. What do you think is going to happen to him? The murderers will think, yeah, that bitch had something coming to him. Um, and yeah, go get your stuff. He's he, this guy's Superman in jail, guys. Just as much as he was Superman outside of being in jail. I know, I know, it's not politically correct for me to say, but that's what it is. What and and even the uh the warden says he's been a model citizen in jail, Set an example for other inmates. I really don't know what that means. He says he's mentored young kids and counseled them with their issues. Hey, wonderful. No disciplinary action during uh, his incarceration for this time. And if O.J. Simpson's parole is granted, that will leave him four more years on the minimum nine-year sentence. But that whole situation, I think, was blown out of proportion. O.J. Simpson was I, – I, I guess I can't say that. Because I don't know if he... know. I, I think he was guilty. But I don't know if he pulled the gun and he actually killed someone. It, 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 being in a jealous rage and, and on the other side, you know, I'm just here to get my stuff, I'd be, be a different reason to pull a trigger. There's a comedian back in the day who says, I don't... Oh, yeah, it was Chris Rock who said, I, I don't know what he did, but I understand it. So... Interesting. Uh, Ronald Goldman um, family will do anything and everything to get the money. I mean, so th- once this guy gets out of jail, he's still going to be in the sentence with the Goldman family because that- those people won't leave that guy alone. Hey, and rightfully so. The guy killed, you know, in their mind, killed the, killed the son. They- they- they're going to make that guy's life hell. All right, so he- he's probably – He's probably been able to stay away from him for eight years, so once he gets out, he still has to worry about those because those people will not leave him alone. So, now, Beardsley died back in 2005. This was the guy that he uh, actually uh, put the gun to, you know, to get the stuff back. So, uh, he, he passed away. So, I I don't know. There were four other guys arrested in this thing, if I remember correctly. And all four of them uh, pled guilty before the trial. And uh, O.J. Simpson claims he never knew that anybody was armed. I remember that part of the story, too. So, I, I don't know. But those guys, they're out of jail right now. Stewart was sentenced to seven and a half years To 27 in state penitentiary He served 27 months before they let him go So It's really an interesting Situation And, and I'm going to say it: It's time to let OJ go And I know it's not The right thing to do But let's go ahead and bring him on Let's bring on Tarvin How you doing Tarvin? Good to see you uh, What's going on sonny? Hey, is it time to let O.J. Simpson out of jail?
2: No. <laughs> well, you well, know, yeah. I mean, they they should have given him the death penalty, man. You're wasting taxpayers' dollars, man. Just, just killing.
1: <laughs> just put him out of his misery,
2: huh? Yeah, exactly. Just kill him. He's worth nothing to society anymore. He's let him make peace with God and move him on. You know.
1: Move on. I love, I love your unforgiving uh, uh, attitude. It makes me smile. But, <laughs> but I think it's time to let old OJ alone. Leave him. Down. Let him go. Jay. I mean, shit. Sure, he's gonna have Ronald Goldman's family on his ass for the rest of his life anyway. So he might as well. You know, he's got. He's gonna be in hell anyway because that guy with that mustache. If he's not dead, that father. Uh, he'll be all over O.J. Simpson, like
2: flies on crap, and, you know. I mean, how does O.J. live with that? Like, how do you live as a person with something like that? There's no way that I could kill somebody like that and just sit here and just act like nothing's ever happened, act like nothing's wrong. I just don't see how somebody can do that. That shows you how lost he really is. I mean, there's no hope for someone like that.
1: I, 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 that's a good point. That, that's a good point. But there's also been – the, the, and, and when I say this, I know it sounds stupid, but I'm going to say it anyway because I have a habit of doing it. But there have been people who've killed more people than O.J. Simpson and served less time too. So you know, when you look when you look at the situation and where it's at, um, you know, I, I I mean the guy it, we we went on air in 2009, Tarvin, the guy who was just put in jail at the time. So, during this time, he's been there for what he did. Now, it, right or wrong, he was found innocent, uh, you know, of killing those the, those two. Right or wrong, don't matter. But the the fact of the matter is not guilty is not guilty. So, kind of go around it and put his ass in jail for something that probably anybody would maybe serve a year for, what he did. And the guy's been popped in jail for nine years, so... I, I don't know. I think it's time to let O.J. Simpson go out in the glory of what he is now, which is not much, and just leave. The guy's 70 years old, for God's sake. Let the guy just go hit the long ball and keep the
2: media away from him. That's a good point. He was found not guilty, and that would suck if if you were found not guilty and you were still being punished for things, like even like getting a speeding ticket maybe thrown in jail for three years or something, you know? So. Yep. Believe me, suck, that, but everybody you know, was after him. Why, why, <laughs> why would he run in the Bronco if he was innocent? You know, that's why oh, I
1: it, look at it. Oh, well, you know, in that when I was well, no one wants to go to jail, but you know, but here's the sure. thing: he put. He, he put Ford out of business making Broncos. They so didn't sell them after that, so the Bronco business out of Ford went out of business. Actually, if I'm not mistaken, they just tried to bring it back and it went under again. So the Bronco—I mean, OJ killed Ford's profit. So you know, you you know, Ford wants him in jail. But take away from that, it's kind of crazy. Let me jump back into one of the subjects I was talking a little bit more about. And since you're here, I wanted to get your opinion. My and go to NBA, go to Lonzo Ball. His dad is just out for a paycheck. I honestly believe that from the whole thing. I, I I I I don't know if I believe he loves his son, but everything that he's done in the name of his son, I think it was actually done in his own name to see what he can get out of it. That's my person. I think I think Lonzo Ball's dad is a piece of garbage. LeVar Ball should be embarrassed, shouldn't even be allowed to be called a dad, and he should just be nicknamed Agent. He's a genius.
2: He is <laughs> a genius. I mean, I can't stand him either, but the guy made his son like nothing when he became the media or marketability. The guy threw quiet. All of a sudden, his dad is is the bad guy. He's okay with that. So, his dad's a bad guy, but I get it, what you're saying, though, too. You're an NBA, and now your daddy's talking while you're sitting there being quiet. It just doesn't – it's not a good image for an NBA locker room, Sonny. I mean – I
1: agree. Good point.
2: It's just like not a man, you know. But his dad did – I mean, where would Ball be drafted? Let's just pretend have LeVar never did this, never came I out and said anything. Where would he be drafted right now, you think? And that's just a question. I haven't thought too much about it, so – I, I think I think you're
1: right. I, hey, we, we talk about it on this show. The squeaky wheel always gets the grease. So here we are, Lonzo Ball, you know, making a hell of a squeak. But I think the ulterior motives were is how I, I'm going to get paid with this as well. And I will tell you, him and Magic had a discussion. I, I believe it. And I think he's been... Very, uh, un, you know, uncharacteristically quiet since the draft. Now, I- according to what I've been reading, he's going to go on Raw, the the wrestling show, Monday night. So I don't know why you do that, but at least that's entertainment more so than, you know, what's going on. But I, I believe that, Mark, you know, Magic Johnson had to write a 2 or $3 million check to shut this guy up
2: and I wonder if it was kind of like a conspiracy theory in a way. Like, I know how you like conspiracy, but what if Magic yes. had him do all this to keep people away from him in a way? Because he came out and said, my kid's going to L.A. He's going to the Lakers. But when, when, when you come out and say that, that makes other teams, like, not want you as much because you're like, well, shit, I don't want to get somebody that doesn't want to be here. So what if Magic had something to do with this to try to get this kid? Ooh, I like it. Oh, I like it, but but really,
1: let me ask you a question. Do you honestly first of all, they had the number two pick. That's number one. Okay, so they had the number two pick. So they were going to get somebody great. So, but I don't think Magic needs to do that. I mean, do you, I mean, Magic, Magic Johnson, I mean, if you can't convince, if Magic Johnson can't convince you to want to be in LA, uh, then, then you, you, first of all, you don't know basketball. You don't know. You, you don't know sports. You don't know the business. But I, Magic Johnson doesn't need that. He had the number two pick, and he would have probably got Ball anyway because the team. If I'm not mistaken, when they went, um, when they went, uh, Markel pulls. I mean, that's the guy The – 76ers had the first pick. That's the guy they wanted. They didn't want Lonzo Ball. But my question is, is why didn't they want Lonzo Ball? Now, you know, you're talking about a point guard 6'4", 195 and full. It's out of Washington. Really not a basketball school, let's be honest. And then – but you get UCLA. Hey, UCLA is known for a lot of things. They're known for basketball. At 6'6", 195. Point guard. What's the difference? Why did the 76ers want point guards, Markel Fultz, more though than Lonzo Ball? Not even coming out of a basketball school? Now, logic tells me there's a third party involved with this that Philadelphia yeah. didn't want no part of, and that could have been his daddy.
2: Yeah, and, and the NBA, though, Sonny, think about it. This is a splash. The NBA needs the Lakers to be relevant. They really do. Oh, God, I mean, yes. It's, They're it's desperate. So if ball goes to Philadelphia, it's not a story, really. But in L.A., with the media the way it is, the celebrities, and I mean, this is a perfect opportunity for next year. All the media is going to be, you know, you have LeBron, you have Golden State, but now a huge story is, hell, if that's not going well, we can always go to Lamar Ball and the Lakers, you know, and Absolutely. see what's going on there. I think it's genius by the, his dad, the media, I don't like the guy. The guy probably couldn't beat me in one-on-one, to be honest with you. But, <laughs> but, but I, I don't think his son is as great as what, what people I would agree. His Dad, That's why I'm saying his dad's a genius, because his son's an above-average player. I mean, he's not that great. He's not the second best player in that draft, Sonny. Oh, I
1: don't think so either. So I get what you're talking about him being the genius of being able to put his son where it is, but I question the motive more so. It was the motive getting his son the number two spot or was the motive going that I can sell this kid, not only that, the stupid shoes up on top of it, um, you know, to get paid even more? Now, granted, normally you would think, well, with the shoe deal, that should be enough to shut up the old man. But he's not going to get that money in a lump sum. I, I, the cons- I love that conspiracy, by the way, you brought up. I also love mine is that Magic Johnson had to write a 2 or $3 million check to shut the old man up. I mean, because it's Sunday, we haven't really heard yeah. anything big from the dad. And I would think that if that was the, if that was the case where he wasn't getting paid, we would we have Lonzo Ball on ESPN, Fox, everybody, the NBA channel everywhere talking about his son. He's been very very quiet.
2: Yeah, they probably told him, "Hey, your your job's done, uh, Lamar. It's time for your son now, and here's uh, your it's check." Time to step back. Yeah, he'd be trying to shut up. I don't know if Magic would do that or not, but a couple million dollars. I think he would. The Lakers organization is nothing. I mean,
1: listen, he spent like two you know. billion dollars on a baseball team that was worth 1.2 billion. Okay, so yeah, he'd write the extra two
2: million dollar check to shut someone up. I believe. Yeah, but I just don't think his son's that great. You know, I mean, maybe I don't think I'm wrong. Either. Maybe I'm wrong, I, but he got schooled in the tournament. This, kids from Kentucky just blew him away. I mean yes it was it was unbelievable. And if he was that great, if he was the number two, number one overall player in the NBA, don't you think he could have won a couple of tournament games, really? Come you on. would think. By yourself. College basketball is not that good anymore. You get an amazing player, that talent supposed to be on a team, they're gonna they're gonna make at least the Elite Eight. They may not make oh it all the way. Oh do you Charvin,
1: do you like reading my mind? I mean I don't because I was, fat, it's just, I was sitting there thinking, you know, we look at the NBA today, and the NBA is nowhere near the talent it used to be. And, uh, you know, and the part that I talked about earlier in the show, you know, obviously being the James, you know, the play James scoring, scoring 34 points in the playoffs doesn't mean anything. I mean, it doesn't. I mean, you know, the game is not, like you just said, Cuervo, or uh, Tarvin, This basketball is nowhere near the talent it used to be. And so with a guy that is LeBron James, which, by the way, I've already put out there he's the best player playing today, just not the top 10. I can't put him in the top 10. I've already seen him play. I've also seen other guys play. And I know what guys I'd rather have. But, the the simple fact of the matter is 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 that LeBron James scoring all the points that he has scored is really especially in the regular season, Tarvin. It's irrelevant to me.
2: Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, what pisses me off is Colin Cowherd was. Uh just bashing Westbrook for his triple-doubles. And then when LeBron gets a triple-double, it's like, oh, he averages a triple-double in the playoffs. Look at this. Yeah. Who gives a shit? Really. Hey, I, mean, I, I, I right I there with you. I, I, like guy, I said. Um, that guy's got to be on LeBron's payroll, by the way. I had to throw that I, out there because every day, I don't listen much, but when I do tune in every day, it's LeBron James. LeBron James. Thank you very much. Even, even when uh, Golden State, what was it? Somebody lost the game. And uh, or no, Cleveland Cleveland lost the game, and LeBron was better than Jordan just because of that loss. And I'm like, what in the hell is he talking about? The guy's just yeah, insane.
0: I, I,
2: <laughs> How do you say he's better than Jordan after a loss? Yeah, yeah, yeah I love it. Yeah,
1: it's, he, choked, he choked.
2: He chose to disappear in the fourth period. That made him greater than Jordan. So yeah, I, okay, yeah, okay, I, I'm, I understand. It's, ama- it's amazing. I'm right
1: there with you. I, he's on his payroll. I mean, it, it, he's he's probably bought Colin Cowherd a house I mean, you know, it, you know Hey, Colin, I'll buy you a house Just keep the love coming Regardless of what people are saying And, and you know I guess it's because I'm old school And I guess it's because I want to see A talent And I'm not saying that the Brian James is not talented But what I want to see Is a talent that The coach Okay, step up now, he did it last year. But I made the comparison of the Brian James and Joe I wish he was in the I'd love to hear what he had to say. But Joe Kravinsky
0: left it, and the they won the championship, left it all out on the court. Couldn't get any better. I okay. Mean, look at the it took the most of the, season, the, season, the And to get the job done
2: afterwards.
0: Going on right here in front of Oh, yeah, which you could okay. Now, when go to the neighbors, they
1: to to And <laughs> If she bailed out of Cleveland, Tyronn Lewis, Tyronn Lewis to that contract
0: and
1: talk about genius. And, and it don't matter. If LeBron James stays, it's great. If he leaves, I got the money. <laughs> I have to give Tyron Lewis so much credit. You want to talk about a business of getting paid? That's exactly what has happened right there. With I'm telling you, it, it's outstanding, outstanding. I tell you, it, it, it's been it's been a great day here on the Constitution Square Show. I've talked a lot of things, and uh, one of the things I think, by the way, time the show tonight, 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. Over there on Block Talk Radio, way in sports talk, I'm gonna be there. That's in four hours, can't wait. But really, I didn't have much more than that. I didn't do a lot of diving into what has been going on out there in the sports world because I've been doing a lot of work, obviously, you know, folks that know what I do with the championship game, I wasn't out there, so but it, it just really quick, getting back, and we talked about what has happened. Jeremy Madison has come out and is not happy at all with the way the Kansas City uh, general
0: manager informed
1: him that he's being released. He did it on a voicemail on a cell phone.
0: Telling you, and the reason why I don't know, we just treat football players and people differently. I guess I don't know.
1: It should be really, really an interesting situation for for that whole thing. So, Derek Carr, $25 million, was he worth it? I don't know. I will tell you this. it was the smartest thing they could have ever done. How hard is it to find a great quality quarterback in the NFL? Could it almost be completely, completely a situation when you look at the facts, it could play out that way? I love it. Interesting stuff. And uh, like I said, very busy this week as we prepared for the championship game and Champions Indoor Football. Great season uh, for Champions Indoor Football. And I had a ball. And cannot wait until next year if I'm still allowed to be part of the league. Who knows? I have nobody's pick except the one that won't be there. <laughs> so, so we will see how that part ends up happening. Yeah, I might not even be his pick now. Who knows? But anyway, guys, uh wanted to jump on air for a couple of hours. Cuervo obviously busy today, unable to join us today, but that's okay. We'll catch up with him next week as we continue the Sunday morning tradition that is the Couch Potato Sports Show. We're on a little bit longer because we did have Tarvin in and it's always good to hear from Tarvin um. as he comes in. So, that being said, of course, that's the name of this show. Rick's going to do it for us today. Join me next Sunday. Hopefully, we'll have Tarvin. Hopefully, we'll have Cuervo talking more stuff next week. We'll be back with more stuff, as Chuck Berry says, next Sunday. Everybody have a great week. We'll see you later. Bye-bye. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I was gonna. I w- hold, on, ho- hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We're here. Hold on. Are you there, Cuervo? Sunny. I hold on. It. I almost. I almost just as I was gonna hit the button that said um, in the episode. We can continue since you are here. Let's hit the button. Oh,
0: you didn't know. Your
1: ass better call somebody. <laughs> I, was, I was about to do it. We were about ready to go up there. And not only that, the, the three musketeers at the same time. Good old boy. Back in. I was ending the show, and literally the finger was going down like when you uh, count three in wrestling. I pulled that index finger up before I pushed the button. How hey, are you two gentlemen doing good today?
2: Good, good, good. Doing well, Brian, how are you? Oh, good. Sorry, Sonny, I, had the, I lost connection with you. Know what was going on, and I wanted to make sure I was in a good area before I called back. So, sorry about yeah, that. I know I appreciate it. We were we
1: were gonna we were bailing and stuff. And, and, and since I got Cuervo online, I, I mean, I was gonna ask him the question I asked Tarvin really quick. Listen, Lonzo Ball has been quiet since Thursday. I, I think our prediction that he was gonna get paid too. <laughs> what
4: do you think, Cuervo? Uh, that he was going to get paid what he, it was break it broke up a little bit.
1: Oh, uh, Lonzo Ball's dad's been a little bit quiet since Thursday, so he must have got his check. That's all I got,
4: thanks. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, either that or it's just the fact that his plan is coming, yeah, uh, you know, in place, and uh, I guess, you know, he has nothing else to talk about, which which is good for everybody else. I mean, nobody. it's not like anybody wants to hear what he has to say, so – um the fact that his son is a Laker, uh, as he predicted and as he that um, yeah, and that they're gonna stay in LA. Um, you know, everything that he's been foreseeing is, is coming coming true, so um, you know, I guess uh there's really no, no more talk to be said, nothing more to be said than just get ready for the season, I
1: guess. Yeah, the <laughs> season I have a question where both since that, that ended up happening as far as how it was all set. I mean, it, it, is he the right guy? I mean, Tarvin and I were just talking before he got cut off. You know, it, it wasn't really the second pick, or was it the fact that it was the genius of his dad's big mouth that got him to that number two pick? Because, like Tarvin said, he was schooled by that Kentucky boy right there in the
4: tournament. Yeah, he was, um, you know. But I, I think if I heard you right, you were asking, is he the right guy for the Lakers? Um, to an extent, I think, I think so. Um, you know, I mean, he's from, he's from the area, and um, you know, I'm sure it's somebody that they've been eyeing, you know, all season long. I'm not saying that they threw threw the season away just to get him, um, but. You know, as far as having the opportunity to get a, a kid from UCLA, and obviously, the, as fast as they were, as they uh, were to trade D'Angelo Russell, um, you know, obviously that that was it was part of the plan. If 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 it was a possibility to get Lonzo Ball, you know, to trade Russell away, and that's exactly what happened. So, mm-hmm. I, I I think I think. Um, they wanted him all along, and he wanted to be a Laker all along. Just kind of, it just kind of was meant to be.
1: Looking at this, I want to get back into football before he called in. We have the situation: Derek Carr, richest guy. We get the contract, and I will tell you also with Kansas City, Kansas City gets rid of Dorsey, the GM, but Keith Sandy Reed. What does that tell you? Talk about those two things, real quick
2: There, Charvin. I'm sorry, sorry either I cut out or you did. You said uh, car and what else? Carr set
1: $25 million a year for the next five years. And Andy Reid still in as coach, but they get rid of the GM, Dorsey. What does that tell you? Jump on those two subjects.
2: Well, and, uh, well, let's talk about the quarterback. I mean, is he worth it? I mean, who is then? I mean, if you didn't have him. Who would you turn to a quarterback? And the Raiders are finally starting to become relevant again. Like, like, probably the second best team in the AFC, honestly, if you start thinking about it, the team that can dethrone the Patriots. So, um, it's smart of the Raiders to do this contract because, I mean, look at all the quarterback our teams that don't have a quarterback, and how bad they suck because of that. So, good, kudos to the Raiders. And then Andy Reid, it just shows you how much power he does out at Kansas City, as all that shows you.
1: Yeah, he gets an extension, Cuervo, Angie Reed, and an hour later they fire the general manager, Dorsey, who brings the contract to him. I'll tell you, a very interesting situation. But as Tarvin says, I mean, you've got to look out for Kansas City because if Kansas City figures out a way to get a quarterback, Cuervo, the AFC West is going to be the best division in football.
4: Well, I mean, I think I think it has potential to be, anyways. I mean, you look at, you know,
1: the situation
4: with the Chiefs and the Raiders. That's gonna that's gonna become one of the the best rivalries once again in the NFL. Um, you know, well, I should say it's gonna have meaning once again because it's always been a good rivalry. With sure. fan Of either team. However, I'm talking nationally. It's gonna be a game that. If you're not a Raiders fan, if you're not a Chiefs fan, you look at that game on that on the schedule for that week and you play, that's the game I want to watch. I want to see what that one's about because for years, let's face it, the Raiders have been irrelevant or the Chiefs have been irrelevant and nobody really looks forward to that game unless you're a fan of those two teams. But now it has the potential to be, you know, uh, like Seahawks 49ers was a couple years ago or uh, Steelers Ravens you know, as of, as of,
1: you know, recent memory, so, it
4: has the potential to be that type of rivalry, once again, and I know it was back in, what, the 70s, or whatever, when both of those teams were uh, dominating the AFC, so, um, you know, but then, yeah, and you also got Denver, who, who you can't really just forget about, I mean, they
1: going to be a great division in football and something to watch out for in, you know, next year we'll definitely be breaking those things down but uh, another piece of information that came out that I' going to get your opinions on before we head out um, was one more one SAP comes out all right and this, this says he's going to donate his brain to research now folks I, this story I said earlier it scares me. And the reason why it scares me, Cuervo, because it reminds me of one former Chicago Bear. And in the situation, sort of like Warren Sapp is. Warren Sapp, you know, almost close to broke, if not broke. Uh, going through depression, going through football. I mean, I've met Warren Sapp. We've interviewed Warren Sapp on this football, on this show. it um, it seems like a great guy, but now... This guy's getting to the point where he's doing stupid things, a of the Super Bowl and getting fired from his NFL gig. Um, do, you know, that was a different brain that he was having problems with. But at the same time, it, this story, you know, scarily reminds me of Dave Duerson Cuervo back in the day. Du- Duerson takes a gun, puts it to his chest, not his head, and now – we have the kind of like the same talking coming from Warren Sapp. Does this does this worry you at all about this guy?
4: Well, I mean it has to, Sonny. I mean you talk to me, it's not like this guy was was a uh you know, a cupcake in the NFL. I mean, this is one of you know at one point he was a top three defensive player in the league, so Yep. I mean, you're talking about somebody that when I mean, you mentioned his name. People are like, Oh yeah, I know who that is, you know, especially if you follow football. You know who he is. So um, you know, I, I think anybody that's willing to do that, Sonny, I don't care what you think about them, you know, as far as a player on the field, if they're willing to do it, I mean it just it just it helps contribute to the to the cause or to the to the um to the research of you know what really causes these things when these players retire and, and whatnot. So you know, I, uh, you got to give you got to give Warren Sapp respect, you know, for wanting to help the cause, even even though you may not have liked him as a player or or you may not like who he is as a person. I mean, at, at least at least you know he's willing to help contribute to finding the you know. Uh, just contributing to the cause of, of, you know, brain uh, damage and stuff like that with players playing in the NFL.
1: Yeah, and thinking about what ended up happening to Dave Dewerson, you know, he gets his millions, then gets his own, you know, through – uh, company. Then he gets another company, and that completely fails. Ends up broke, uh, probably depressed. You think about what's going on with Warren Sapp. He files bankruptcy. He's got no money. Is just, uh, Tarvin just the same roller coaster, and uh, the same announcement. Duerksen says he's going to do the same thing, but he did it before. He shot himself in the chest uh, in order for it to be done. But this one's a little bit different, you know. We don't we haven't found one set dead yet. The question is will we? I mean, this trend is a very interesting trend and how it almost mirrors Dave DeWerson. And let me see, did I lose let me hit the button. Yes, we, we lost Tarvin. So you know the, the the fact that it mirrors everything so close, Cuervo, is the thing that worries me about Warren Staff as a person. Not you know, listen, we we, we have a, he's a fun loving dude, nice guy. I mean, you know, he likes his women, he likes his booze and everything else. But at the same time, you're looking at a you're looking at a, a you know a wicked, wicked coincidence on how those two guys marry each other. I'm sitting here thinking this guy probably caused more concussions in in his career, you know, at the same time as well. I mean, he's a defensive lineman. He's going to pop you in the head. Believe me, I know this. Offensive lineman popped my head. I'm lucky to even remember my name half the time. So I I know exactly, but With the fact that there's the finances and all the money is gone, I can see how these guys sink into a deep depression.
4: Yeah, no, no, that's a good point, Sonny. I mean, you know, I don't, and, and I really hope that that's not what's going on with Warren Sapp. I hope he's not going through that, you know, depression and, and all that stuff, despite the mistakes that he's made, you know, even after retiring and whatnot. I mean, You know, it it would be good to just kind of, you know, kind of just get him to open up and see, like, you know, if he would actually be honest about how he's feeling, you know. I mean, a lot of these guys don't want to do it, obviously, but, but I think, you know, he's the type of guy that can really help, you know, in more ways than just donating, you know, your your brain to research. Um, um I, I think if if he would agree to it he's he would be a good I don't know if you agree with this Sony, but I think he'd be a good guy to kind of <clears throat> just sit down and really be be honest and have an honest conversation about like, you know you know how many headaches do you get a week and just all the basic questions that that um these doctors need to know in order to really Help further this this research and help kind of put the put the puzzle together, if you would, um, as far as what these guys go through after their their playing
1: careers are over. Yeah, and that's where let's take Warren Sapp. He just um, he just really, you know, kind of threw it away Super Bowl weekend. And I'm just wondering how all this stuff comes and, and I have to ask myself the question about Warren sap: is this guy right now is he in the state of depression when he makes this announcement? I don't know I, I I write all the articles nowhere it says does he seem depressed or anybody thinks that he's depressed, but when an announcement comes out like this, and that's the first thing I worry about is he, he, he i I just. He, we don't get the the uh, slowly grind. Maybe in a month, two, three, or a year, but this guy has figured out a way to kill himself, and we're going to be talking about that again. So I'm, I'm hoping that I'm okay. So I, I hope he's okay, uh, moving on. So uh, interesting stuff there. By the way, I I don't know, player ball. I was, you know. Strolling around the NFL, of course, that's one of the things we look at and we start talking about the NFL. And one of the stories, you know, after I read a thing is, you know, how what, what's going to be set? What's, gonna, what's it going to look like for this season for certain teams in the NFL as far as their schedule? Mm-hmm. And as the schedule uh, for one of the things that we talked about as far as teams and what they're going to have to do as far as, you know, trying to win football. It's never easy. So I, the, one of the things was they were looking at the schedule of the Arizona Cardinals. Love the fact. I think this is a pretty good schedule. But then in the back of my mind, obviously being the Dallas guy that I am, as, and everything else as far as what teams got to do, the, the New York Giants, their schedule is brutal. And th- this is a football team. We talked about a guy like Eli Manning. What's what's Eli Manny going to be able to do? What's he going to be able to bring to the to the forefront for the, mm-hmm. their football team? So when I was looking at this, looking at the schedule, oh crap! Come back here. There it is. The, yeah, hold on. Come back. Hit that back here. Here it is, right there. So here's the schedule. Listen to the Giants. I forget the preseason. I don't even care about preseason. The Giants start off Dallas, Detroit, Philadelphia, Tampa Bay, the Rams, Denver, Seattle, and then the Rams again. Okay, now before the bye week, so they get Seattle before the bye week. Those first seven games are about as brutal as you can get, with and the Los Angeles being the Chargers. Remember, we have two teams. You know, Los Angeles now the Chargers. So Dallas, Detroit, Philly, Tampa Bay, Chargers, and then you got Denver and Seattle. The Giants by week number seven could be in a heap of trouble if they if they don't have their quarterback situation figured out. Now, granted. You know, their number one has to be Eli Manning. I'm not proposing the second stringer gets it. I completely understand it. But if you're a Giants fan, are you feel you see the first seven weeks of this schedule? Are you feeling very confident about your football team going into 2017,
4: Cuervo? Well, when when you're in front of a camera, Sonny, you know the answer is going to be yes. Behind the behind closed doors, do they really feel that way? You know. That's a tough one because I know they've made some good additions, especially to the offense. At the same time, though, you're talking about seven. Those first seven games are going to be against either teams that made the playoffs or teams that could possibly be a playoff team. You know, it's not like yep. they're playing, uh, you know, the the Chicago Bears or they're not playing, um, you know, the Cleveland Browns in in those first seven games. We're talking about some of the better teams. In in the league, in the whole league, yep. really. I mean, because you think about it, Sonny, Tampa Bay. I'll use Tampa as an example. You know, Jameis Winston is is another year more mature, more experienced. Yep. So, and that game's in
1: Tampa Bay.
4: Yeah, so I think I think Tampa Bay's a team that can make some noise in the NFC this year. And I know probably in sometime in August we're going to start breaking these divisions down I and. Mean, then and doing our division previews, but just to kind of get a hint of where I'm, I'm feeling about the Bucks, um, you know, watch out for this team, you know, especially if if they get it together on on defense. Um, this is In a weak
1: NFC Deacon- South division.
4: division. Yeah, yeah, and the, and the division is weak. So that's a good point. I mean, it's not very, it's not going to be very, it's not going to be too challenging to win that division. Um, you know, Denver is another team that obviously with with the experience they have you know
1: At being, denver
4: <clears throat> being in you know the super bowl just 2 years ago going to mile high stadium that's that's not that's never an easy uh win for anybody um you know you mentioned the detroit lions you mentioned the dallas cowboys obviously that's always that's like you know always a good week 1 matchup to watch is is the Giants yep. and the Cowboys? Um, at that, right? who, yeah, at, and it's and it's on the road. So all these games are not only against tough opponents, but they're on the road. So that yep. that's that right there is like, like you said, Sonny, it's going to be a rough first half. They got Seattle. They've got you know, granted, I think the Rams are probably by far the easiest
1: game. Uh, that Actually, said, that's the mentioned. Chargers. They have Cuervo. Just to let oh, you know, the Chargers. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah, I that's the Ch- Los Angeles Chargers.
4: <laughs> gotcha. Okay. I thought I heard you say Rams, but you just said L.A. I did. Okay. I did,
1: and I, I corrected it on the on the second wave. I'm sorry. Gotcha. Okay. Well,
4: you know, I mean, even the Chargers are a team that mm, I wouldn't say it's an easy win. Okay.
1: No, it's um, not. I don't think it is. I think the, the Chargers are always a tough win. If you, if, if here's the thing, you better stay with them for four quarters so you can maybe stretch your legs and get it done in the fourth. Um, if, if they get too far out of the lead, but it, um, even the Philadelphia game that's on the road, but it's Philadelphia. It's that NFC East clash that happens, you know, two times yeah. a season. So, you know, yeah. and but they do have the Rams in Week Nine, just to let you know, but. You know, they don't really – if you want to call that Ram team a break, you can go ahead. I don't see a break. I mean, it's brutal. I get, They get the break in week number 10 against San Francisco. But then, Cuervo, they turn around. Then they have – get this, the Kansas City Chiefs, the Washington Redskins, the Oakland Raiders, the Dallas Cowboys, Philly again – and the Arizona Cardinals, and they end it with Washington. Now, i see the Washington game and the Los Angeles Rams, the rest of them they're going to have to earn. And this is a football team that is not disciplined to have a good season with a schedule like this.
4: Yeah, no, no, you're right, sir. I mean, this could wind up being another, you know, Nine and seven season
1: for the Giants, but I'll wow! You, you give them nine—that would be being that would be being very generous, don't you think? Nine wins? Oh my goodness! Well, I don't see six.
4: Well, because I because I think the second half is going to favor them a lot. I mean, they they get Washington twice. They get the Rams, so that's three wins. Uh, you mentioned um, who else did you mention? Well, Kansas, they're not beating Kansas City, I don't think. Um, nope. Unless the wheels have fallen
1: off at the quarterback, Fall, exactly, and they don't have a quarterback that can get the job done. That's going to be yeah, there. So, that's always going to be the problem. But exactly. you know, they they got, they got two with Dallas. I, I mean, I don't know if you want to give them one. I mean, because I, I, I just don't think he, I just don't think he can. Um, they, they maybe. Detroit but Detroit is figuring out how to win without a you know a main guy at the wide receiver position getting the job done the only I, mm-hmm. the only ones I've seen is maybe the Chargers I see the Rams they should probably get those maybe and a huge maybe on Washington but that just all depends on what you think about Kirk Cousins so you know I see if they're lucky to get six wins this could be the year that finally Sonny gets his wish. Because I'm going to tell you, in the first seven weeks of the season, if they win two games against Dallas, Detroit, Philly, Tampa Bay, the Chargers, Denver, or Seattle, if they get two of <laughs> seven, they're going to get lucky. And and that, and that Lord forbid they drop one again, they, they drop one against the Chargers or the Detroit Lions. I, because I don't think they have a team, this is a brutal time for that football team. And that and I was looking through the schedule, and I looked at – I didn't look at all of them, but really when you talk about, you know, when you talk about the NFC what, the NFC East, that is a brutal, brutal, brutal schedule for a, for a team that plays like they do. And, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know. How do you feel about Kirk Cousins as the quarterback of the Washington Redskins? You get Kirk Cousins twice. Are, are you worried a little bit? I would think so. I don't think you go in thinking you're going to get two of them.
4: No, 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 you can't. I mean, it's I mean Kirk Cous- I'll tell you what, though. Kirk Cousins on any other team I wouldn't be too worried about. But the fact that he's staying in Washington, um he knows he knows the offense, he knows the you know the players that he's going to be around, so it's it's nothing new to him. So I I mean, I don't think I don't think you can say that it's going to be an easy win now. Um I know a lot of people would Make the argument that you know that Washington is is not a very good team. Um, I think where where Cousins is going to struggle though, and it's nothing that he did wrong. It has nothing to do with the the whole contract negotiation thing. It's the fact that they let Deshaun Jackson walk away. Uh, so and, and they and who did they get to uh, uh, replace him as a potential number one receiver? Terrell
1: freaking Pryor? Are you kidding me? well prior. yeah, the, yeah, he has a couple of good games, and then he's the the savior for for teams at the wide receiver position. Makes me sick.
4: Yeah, so I mean, I I think they uh, let's see. Oh yeah, Pierre Garcon's gone too. That's the other receiver I was thinking. Yeah, of. So, that was that
1: hurt him too. Hey, Pierre Garcon is is a quality number two, a quality two. A great three, but a quality two. If you use them in the right, if you use them in the right way.
4: Well, I mean, look at look at what it did for the Redskins last year, Sonny. I mean, absolutely. You know, obviously, obviously, Jackson Jackson's been, that was the number one, and Pierre Garcon. Pierre Garçon was was uh, the number two, in and and who probably, made
1: him? By the way, who made him? Um, Pierre Garcon.
4: Um, yeah, who uh, made the him a,
1: a name? A guy in Indianapolis. Was, yeah, in Indianapolis. yeah. I think they call him <sighs> the sheriff. No one ever heard of Pierre Garçon before the sheriff got his hands on the gun to throw it to him. I, I, no, I, I never heard of him. I, I'm putting put it out there. I never heard of him. And, and this was the time we were doing the sports show, so you he never heard of him.
4: Well, I mean, you can say that for a few guys. You know, about, Absolutely.
1: About I mean, he,
4: he, Peyton made a name for, for a couple of guys, you know, Garçon. Um, I mean, Austin Colley was a guy. Brandon Stokely was a guy. Never, nobody even knew who he was until. Austin you know, Colley is guy. another
1: one of my favorites of names that he just made. I never heard of that dude ever. I've heard of Stokely. Yeah. I heard of him, but I never heard of Austin Colley, for God's sake. Mm hmm. Yeah, so mm. I
4: mean. That, that's i
1: mean Jacob mediocre at best i mean they, these are mediocre players at best they don't, they might not even make football teams you know if it wasn't for Peyton Manning they'd be on that forever i'm trying to get a tryout with an nfl team hell they might have been indoor football players for god's sake if it wasn't for Peyton Manning
4: yeah no absolutely and and that's and that's what the greats do though sonny i mean they make they make they make it work with what they have, um, you know, just like Tom Brady has done in his career. I mean, he, he's turned, you know, Julian Edelman into a guy that, that everybody would pursue if he ever became a free agent. Uh, you know, Wes Welker became a star. Um, I mean, the the list goes on, especially with those two guys. I mean, honestly, son, I don't know if we're ever – it's going to be a long time before we ever see – two quarterbacks going against each other like those guys did and for so long you know kind of takes you back to the Jim Kelly Dan Marino days um Mm -hmm. you know I mean Montana you're
1: right that's probably the last year I mean I mean Jim Kelly my god I mean that that guy had nobody to throw to And, and and Brady he makes people famous. Now, he, he, granted, he's going to have Randy Moss. That guy was a solidified superstar before he ended up over there. But Cuervo, we're mm-hmm. talking about a Troy Brown, Kevin Falk, Christian Foria, uh Daniel Graham, and you know, and the uh, Wes Welker. The, the, the list goes on and on of guys you have never heard of: Sam Adkin, uh, Tom Ashworth. I mean, these are guys that were quality players for this football team no one's ever heard of. That's what the greats do. You're right. And, yep, there he is. Yep, so... Oh yeah, yeah it, it's it's a it's amazing what a great quarterback uh, can can pull the mediocre and make them superstars. It, it's just it, and that just got and, and I'm going to tell you right now, Derek Carr's got the same thing now that that's going on. And you think about what's going on in in L.A. or the uh, in Oakland for the Rams. Think about this. They signed that quarterback, Cuervo, Derek Carr, $25 bucks, And it's a mm-hmm. big-time signing for him, and it was something that they actually needed. But the rest of the squad, Cuervo, they need to get Amari Cooper down, Khalil Mack as well, and then they got to get that guard. And I think the guard is the next signing before that. And I love Khalil Mack, and I love Amari Cooper, but if you're going to get your $25 million man, you better protect your $25 million man. they got to get that uh, – forget the guys, the guard that's up on, on, I got to find out who it is. It's driving me crazy. Um, But there's a guard that they got to get signed to protect him.
4: No, absolutely. I mean, and I think, I think, you know, the priority should be to sign that offensive lineman. I mean, it'd be great to have Khalil Mack and it would be great to have Amari Cooper, but you know, I mean, you're not going to be able to keep your quarterback healthy, you know, unless you have the line to protect him, So you got to have the line to protect him.
1: So, it'll be he's inter-
4: the
1: priority. I think he has to be the priority. I think his last name is Gardner. I think I got to I got to look it up and and find it. But um, and the guy is a stud on the offensive line. Uh, that that you got to sign. He's a guard, and he's coming from the blind side too, Cuervo. You, you got to protect your quarterback on the blind side. So you know, looking at what's going to end up happening for the the Raiders as they move on, I, I'm going to talk the AFC the AFC West Cuervo, Even with the Chargers, you can't count out the Chargers because you got Philip Rivers. If that guy ever gets any protection or a team uh, somebody to throw to, that that team could be. I, I mean, and I think they're close as well, Quervo. I think they're really really co- close um, because of. Where they where they could be. And that and that will just all depend upon the general manager. Will they go out? Will they will they actually pay to get the guys that they need to do in order to get it done? And you know, sometimes when you look at what has happened in San Diego, you know, sometimes they won't spend the money in the right place. So uh, they got the quarterback, they're spending the money in the right place, but what's next? You gotta you gotta protect your quarterback.
4: No, without a doubt, Sonny. I mean, I, I don't. Uh, I, I I don't know exactly the situation with the offensive line in San Diego, but as far as I think I heard you mention, you know, finding somebody to get the throw the football to. Mm-hmm. Um, did draft Mike Williams out of Clemson, so that's a start. Um, you know, but again, it's just a start though. I mean, Antonio Gates is is. You don't know what you're going to get from him he hes he's up there in age he's very long at the tooth, as they say um Keenan allen i think it's i think it's honestly Sonny, I think it's time to move on from him if you're the I Sandiego think you're right Cardinals, the guy's
1: an injury the, the guy can the guy can break his leg by tripping over a pebble
4: yeah exactly and and he's still very young and that and it's unfortunate, but i think if you're if, if you're truly understand the 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 business side of it i think it's time to move on from him uh i don't think you can't you can't can't continue to just hope that he's going to recover or just all of a sudden become a guy that's not injury prone anymore it's not going to happen so i i think they should um you know give him his walking papers whenever whenever his contract is up um you know also um As far as I think the running back is is fine, Melvin Gordon is going to be a good one.
1: He should be good, yep.
4: Yeah, I just think it was unfortunate his rookie year. He got, you know, he had gone through a couple injuries, but last year, I mean, look what he did last year kind of made up for what he didn't do as a rookie. So now he's going into his third season, and, you know, the expectation is definitely there if you're a San Diego Charger uh, fan. You know, you you, you expect to see a lot from, from Gordon, but. You know, as far as uh, Phillip Rivers, who he's going to throw the football to, other than the, uh, the rookie Williams, um, I'll be honest. Son, there's really not a whole lot to uh, be excited about. I know Hunter Henry is a tight end that kind of had a couple games here and there. But, I mean, you know, you want to see some more consistency out of it, especially out of the tight end position, the way that tight ends are used in the, in the game now. Um, you got to have a guy that you can count on, especially in the red zone.
1: Two guys I want to talk about before we get out of here: Cuerv- Cuervo Legarrette Blunt. He goes ahead and he signs with the Eagles uh, this season. It, I, I, to me, it, if the Patriots don't want you anymore, is there any flavor in the gum left? I, I mean, for for the you know the Eagles to enjoy the taste of what they could get from Legarrette Blunt, or are you like me thinking that if the Patriots don't want you, um, that might be a problem?
4: yeah i i mean i think it is i think it is a problem um i don't know if it's an attitude thing but um you know the fact that that you know it's, it's funny the patriots always they 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 always make moves that leave your head scratching like wow well, i wonder why this happened yep. you know but blunt led the league in rushing touchdowns last year and then you let him go i i find that very very interesting so yep. I mean, is it is it that they just didn't want to pay him? They felt like, oh, maybe he's going to ask. He's going to ask for a payday, and uh, they didn't want to give it to him. Uh, now, traditionally, that is the case with the Patriots. They don't pay running backs very much money. No, so, they don't. You know, That's
1: a history, so. and that and that history actually started with him, Cuervo. You're grabbing up guys that were no that were great players that could have demanded the money. And uh, guess what? They, you know, they end up on the team at a lot less. And all you got to do is talk about Adrian Peterson. They were talking about him, but they they were like, well, if you're coming on this team, this is the money you're going to get. Well, you know, I don't know. I've got to ask myself a question. When I'm looking at where Adrian Peterson signed and what he could have signed, Adrian Peterson doesn't need the money. But maybe he does. I don't know. I don't know his financial situation. But the simple fact of the matter is him going down to New Orleans Square, this this guy's not interested in a championship. And you you say whatever you want about the Saints, but they are not Super Bowl contenders right now. Not even close.
4: No, no, they're not, Sonny. I'll tell you hey, what, though, if this if this would have happened three years ago, we're having a different conversation. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean. I mean, we really are because three years ago they still had they still had a healthy Jimmy Graham, they they had a younger Drew Brees,
1: they had Aaron uh, Hernandez.
4: Uh, no, 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 the
1: Saints. I'm talking about the Saints. I, yeah, I, I do I, 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 I'm just joking. I, I'm just, <laughs> well, just imagine I mean, if know. he would have been up there. Oh,
0: Go ahead. Man. Yeah.
4: Yeah, <laughs> yeah but uh, you know, I mean, it's 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 um. Yeah, you know, I mean, you're talking about you talking about a Saints team talking. Yeah, uh, dangerous, dangerous. Absolutely, often. absolutely. But you know, I mean, Drew Brees is pushing, but 38 years old. Adrian Peterson can't stay healthy. They traded away Brandon Cooks to New England. They don't have a tight end, um, so it, it makes you wonder what direction are the Saints going in? Uh, because it's not, it's not the same looking offense that we're used to seeing. It doesn't, to me, it, I, I don't, I don't get the feeling, Sonny, that that it's going to be a, uh, you know, sling the ball all over the field type offense. I think this one, this year, you're going to see a different philosophy in New Orleans. We it's have to. It's it's going to be a run, it's, it's be a run first. It's going to be run first offense, which is
1: absolutely, or 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 run first screen second deep third. I mean, because Adrian Peterson, hey, I, I listen. His game is running the ball. Don't get me wrong, but I almost think they didn't necessarily get him for his running ability, Quervo. except in the open field when they could get him on the screen, get him out of the backfield. I think that's the reason why the Saints grabbed him up more so than just rushing the football. When you look about, when you look at Adrian Peterson and what he can do in the open field, depending on on how the offense is going to work for, and let's let's be honest, the Saints were definitely a pass first football team without question. But those passes or beyond twenty yards, that's usually what they're going to do. That's the bread and butter. You get a guy who's getting older, and Drew Brees, he's not going to be able to throw. He can still throw the ball deep. I don't want anybody think that sonny don't think he can but how much longer can he do it will this be the year that he feels the effect of throwing that ball deep down the way this way they got a way a way to bounce back by having adrian peterson you know within 15 yards of the goal line which would be great for drew Brees' arm throughout the season so when they grabbed up adrian peterson i think it was an attempt to save drew breeze's arm for the whole year for this year and quite possibly next season
4: yeah i mean I, i'm I'll be be honest with you, Sonny, I know he's getting a little bit older. I'm not overly concerned with Drew Brees as far as him being able to throw the ball, because here's the thing, I mean, maybe you saw something I didn't, but it doesn't look like he's lost much as far as him being able to get the ball down the field. Now, if there's, if there was like a significant change or difference that was noticeable in, in, you know, his throwing power or, his, or even his accuracy, then I would understand, like, okay, you know, there's cause for concern. But, you know, as far as what I'm seeing from Drew Brees, I don't really see much of a decline, Sonny. I could be wrong, but um, – but maybe, and maybe you saw something that I didn't, but to me it seems – Drew Brees seems like the, the the same guy that we've been seeing over the past 10 years.
1: Absolutely. Cuervo. I don't, I drew Brees and what he's able to do. I don't question what he can get done out there out on the football field, even throwing the football or whatever the case may be. But there is an old saying that my dad uh, told me and which he was obviously right. But Sooner or later, a dependable car becomes undependable, and usually, what happens, you start seeing little things go wrong. Drew Brees threw for fifty-two hundred yards and thirty-two touchdowns last year. Okay, so the car, it, it, the car is humming. But what's going to happen when the alternator starts going? What happens when something small can turn into something big? And I think by the move, see, I questioned the move when it happened because I'm sitting here thinking they don't need Adrian Peterson. And then I got to thinking a little bit more Cuervo and thinking, well, if you want to keep your car dependable, you got to add additives to your engine and this is the newfangled fangled oil to where the stuff sticks to the metal and prevents friction from happening that will kill your engine that's what i kind of think of what adrian peterson is he is the he is the component of the oil that prevents friction in this case injuries to a guy that at his age okay Let's just be Mm -hmm. honest. He's getting up there. Um, When you talk about a quarterback and you talk about a guy that is Drew Brees, you know, when – Sooner or later, the dependability of that that vehicle it, it's going to cost you a little bit you know in the long run uh to keep going with it now, do you still put money into the car absolutely um you hold on to the car if you can if you can fix it uh, you know kind of what you would call you know affordability and I think the affordability is is adrian Peterson, so you know you look at he is thirty eight years old so you watch quarterbacks go well in their forties if they're able to do so and still be productive, but they're always going to have to have the additive to the oil to make them better.
4: Yeah, no, no, of course. And, and you want to maybe, you know, sure. try to get the best high quality of oil, <laughs> you know yep. I mean? Especially for, for an older vehicle, um, you know, you don't want to just give, give them uh, the lesser grade, I guess. I say. But, yeah. You That's know, a great! I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got to give him the good stuff, sonny. So,
1: it's like like uh, like give him some checkron, you know, for for the for the engine. I don't know what checkron is, but I want some checkron if it's going to help me be, be better. I want some checkron in my in my gas.
4: Exactly. Exactly. That's exactly right. So, you know, I don't know. Um I think I think Dubbies can still have those type of seasons? It's just going to be really hard because now he doesn't have Brandon Cooks. Um, yep. You know he's got the young kid Michael Thomas. Well, we'll see what he can do. But you know, if I'm not mistaken, I mean, I maybe I'm just having short-term memory loss. I can't think of anybody else that's on that often besides. I can't either.
1: I can't, and that and that's Martin, what scares Aaron, me too. Good point. But,
4: so I mean. Maybe maybe it's a, maybe it's a situation where the Saints are slowly rebuilding uh, yeah. on, on an offensive on the offensive side. Um, I would say the same thing about the defense, but it was you know, there was nothing to rebuild. So um, exactly, they they were a disaster. Was, mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a hot, it's been a hot mess for years now. You know, for for the defense in New Orleans. So, um, but as far as the offense, I mean, it's 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 they're slowly. I don't even want to say they're getting younger because they just signed Adrian Peterson. Like, exactly. You know, it's, it's like what are we doing here? What are we doing here? A used Same. part. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean forget about forget about the oil. It's like what parts are we using to build this thing? <clears throat> mm-hmm. So that that's that's the question I'm asking is it's not even what kind of oil are we using. It's like where are these parts coming from? And why are they so old? We need young mm-hmm. parts.
1: <laughs> so. Got them got from the junkyard. Oh, my goodness. It's it's one of those things, you know, synthetic oil, the things that are going to stick to the engine and prevent the, the friction. It, it'll be interesting to see where the Saints are because it is a weak division. We just talked about that. And I think you and I right now, I, I don't know how much I trust the Carolina Panthers to maybe rise up from the adversity of what last year was for them, but they need to, if it's going to to happen I think if the Panthers are going to be good it has to happen this year or I think at some point you have to look at Cam Newton as your franchise quarterback and is this going to be really really the guy I mean really the guy because of where the the history of the theme is. They make it to the Super Bowl, obviously don't win. Um, so, you know, sooner or later, a, a franchise like the Carolina Panthers are going to have to make that decision about a Cam Newton. How far do you think that is away?
4: How far before they commit to him long-term?
1: How far do that, well, even that or how how long do they keep going with a you know a, a cam Newton? i mean I, you know sometimes you know, I, I know we got him to the i know they got them to the promised land and to the super Bowl last year how many you know my question is how long do you hold on to a cam Newton after the super Bowl after obviously it got into his head i to me I don't think there's any question about that how long will that that Super Bowl hangover a Cam Newton to where A franchise says well we're going to keep We're going to stay with him we're going to keep staying With him
4: well I, I Tell you Sonny I, and this answer may Shock you a little bit but if you're the If you're if, if the Panthers are smart uh, Cam Newton is, is a Panther for his whole Career and the reason I say that Is because you Don't find Franchise quarterbacks that easy in this league And you have one potentially, um, and I would even say he is in Cam Newton. You don't let that guy go. I'm sorry, you don't. Um, yes, I know that his, you know, he had a bad season last year. You know, and you can you can call that a Super Bowl hangover all you want, but here's the deal: you let Cam Newton go. Good luck finding a guy like that again, because it's not. I, I don't. I don't see it happen. And I don't mean his skill set. I'm talking just a franchise quarterback in general good luck finding another one because look at look at the look at the guys that came out in the draft this year sonny i mean are oh, definitely not a
1: cam newton uh cam newton offense i mean not even close
4: yeah and, and 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 don't get me wrong i mean the bears the bears traded up to get one of those guys and you know, I should be more, a lot more excited about it, but you know, I want to see what the kid's made of first before I get all happy. But right now, my initial thought: the kid's not a franchise quarterback, Sonny. I, I don't. Right. I don't see it. So, the fact that they did what they did to get Trubisky, you know, good on them because you never know unless unless you draft a guy and you give him a chance. But I don't see it right now, based on what I saw out of college. I don't see it happening. So. If you know, with Cam Newton we
1: saw it. Like
4: we knew this well, yeah, I guess you league.
1: did, didn't you? Yeah. I mean he won a national championship, Sonny. Huh? So Yeah. You know, I mean
4: that that's gotta give him that. But at the same time, you know, like I said, if if the Panthers are smart, you know, you don't you 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 commit to him being a Panther for life. And I wish Tarman was here so you know he can speak on this too. Um, I, um, you know he would say the same thing, but that's my feeling on it. Is is Cam Newton has to remain a Panther. If if not, then you know you might as well you might as well just go ahead and tear the whole. You might as well get rid of Luke Keeley. Um, You might as well um, just start all over again. I mean, get rid of Greg Olson. Get rid of any potential guys that you can get something for in return, and just start the whole thing all over. Now you know what's funny though, Sonny. We're talking about the NFC South. We haven't even mentioned the Atlanta Falcons once, but I'm okay with that. You know why? Because I really feel like the uh, the Falcons are going to be that team that uh, is the just like the Panthers. um, You know, you want to talk about Super Bowl hangover? You, You, I agree. How do you how do you recover as a franchise? I agree. From losing a, tw- you know, blowing a twenty-five point lead, and you had twenty, <laughs> you had twenty minutes to go, you had twenty minutes to go before you you were going to be Super Bowl champions, and you blew a twenty-five point lead. You know. Uh, yeah, uh, how, how does how does it how does a franchise recover from that, Sonny? Like Cuervo, they,
1: they're they're in so much trouble because it, and, and we'll find that out in week one, two, and three if they're going to be in their own head. I mean, because you know, now hold on before we get back to that. Go, going back to Cam Newton really quick, Cuervo. Mm-hmm. If Cam Newton is their guy for their for their long term, the, what I think and and this.